Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. to the Hunter's Hub episode 10. Um, today we are going to finish up our beta discussion. This is uh, being recorded the last day or just ended of beta 2, um, but we're still talking about the different things from the beta. Uh, today's just going to be our general thoughts and other mechanics and stuff in the beta, but first um, we have to introduce everybody. This is Fort One, um, our usual producer, guest guy, me. Um, and uh, Loperin, uh, other co-host, our newest one. Hello, hello. And Wrath of Gog. Yellow. Old and faithful, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and we have a <laughs> we have a new guest, Haru seventeen. Hello. Not the D seventeen, but definitely not seventeen. His name. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, we'd like to start out with introductions. For new people who've been on, just a little bit about you, Haru. Um, so, just uh, a, a light overview so people can get an idea of who you are, what kind of hunter you are. Um, so, how did you get started in Monster Hunter? Oh yeah, I got... Um, so I was like a Nintendo gamer growing up, and when I got the Wii, I uh, got Monster Hunter Try around when it came out, and... I kind of button mashed my way through it and just single player, low rank, all that jazz. Um, Same. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I'm a longsword main now, and uh, I'm longsword not... was good that one. Mm, it was very good. <laughs> and yeah, I guess I'm. I like looking at monsters. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cool. Um. So from there, what are your top three favorite monsters? Oh, geez. Um, well, let's just say, like, Royal Ludroth. Uh, Gogmazios. And, I don't know, just maybe like Iacris, because it's always a great test, seeing whether you should go in for more or... Uh, get out when it's doing the underwater discharge. Oh, yeah. It is very risk-reward thing. Kazoo does that pretty well, too, I think. Yeah. I, I, I think Ligricris has more tells, though, when he does it, whereas Kazoo's just kind of like, my body's just gonna move a little bit, and then, bam. Whereas Ligricris actually kind of, like, wraps up and then does it every time. Yeah. I think I mostly like Ligricris because he does it once. Yeah, he doesn't spam it over and over. Yeah, he doesn't fake you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I like his colors too. So you kind of answered <laughs> our normal last question. But what's your main weapon? So longsword. 
awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be joining you in Monster Hunter World as a Longsword Raid. Still Come kinda, to the dark side. Kind of debating that, but... So, uh, can I ask then, Haru, what is it that about Longsword that drew you to it versus other weapons? I'll actually start it on, like, the Switch Axe and try. Um, I don't know, I just, uh... I think it's mainly the reach that really helps. I got... Mm. I get so annoyed not reaching tails with like dual blades and stuff. I feel that. Yeah, it was my uh, go-to tail cutter when I was a hammer main. Oh yeah, it is nice to be able to actually reach up and hit things as well. Yeah, I actually. What's funny? I watched Forge One. I watched your stream-ish kind of thing that happened on the twenty-second, um, and I noticed that. You had a really easy time cutting off tails with long sword. Oh yeah! Like they came off real fast. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, I think I think the weapon I usually go to when I'm gonna cut a tail. It's not actually long sword, which is surprising to me because it used to be. Um, in generations, what I ended up always using was uh, lance. Yes, actually, I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because when it was on the ground, you could charge spam it, because I was playing Striker Lance, um, in which it would break off in, like, two hits. Um, or you could just be poking over and over up into the sky. <laughs> I think and, the reason I go with Lance over Longsword for cutting tails usually is because if I'm using Longsword, I'll end up inadvertently killing the monster before I cut the tail, because Longsword does a lot of damage when you miss the tail and hit yeah. the body. Yeah. But with with a lance you can specifically aim like exclusively at the tail without having to worry about oh this swing is just going to destroy the rest of the monster definitely Hmm. alright well cool that's probably one of our fastest intros we've done (laughs) most of the time we just ramble on and on so uh, we'll just get right into it Um, just discussing um, just sort of general stuff about the beta um so, Haru, uh, we'll have you start off. What, um, what is, what was, uh, did you like the beta, or is there things you didn't like, or how do you feel about it? It's the best beta ever, <laughs> and I'm willing to go on record. Yes. Okay. Um, I just really, like, played around with everything, like, um, I, I, I hunted, of course, to begin with, and then... I actually went around like a like a, a biologist, like crouching through the through the leaves and like taking PS4 screenshots of like all of the uh, little different creatures and trying to capture them and get their oh, like cool. uh, item description. That's kind of cool. I was hoping someone would do that because. Also... Sorry, what? I was gonna say that also that sounds like how uh, they always have the player playing in like the. The demos and the teasers and stuff like that. It's like, oh, you're doing the game. Look at this version bug. Of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single time they did the Wildspire Waste one, it would be like they stop in their tracks after Baroth fell over, and you're like, hit it, and he just like walks over to the rock. It's like, look at all the ants, and you're like, stop, go hit the monster. I always liked how they would stop at each of the. Uh... I get that they weren't what they were wanting to show off the new mechanic, but they whenever they were like tracking the monster down, they would stop at each footprint and to grab it. And it's like no, just grab it while you're running. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I really like the animation they have for some of them. Oh, it's nice. I love yeah. the scraping, the one where you pull out the violin and scrape some mud into yeah. it and flip it closed. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Never going to use it, but it looks cool. I mean, I do. <laughs> um, I did. Sorry, go ahead. So if I could just... No, it's okay. Uh, if I could just like throw an old tidbit, like um, the ants, right? There's a lot of ants in this game. Um, they're called like carrier ants, and you can actually find them in like the different environments in the in the forest as well as the waste. Hmm. Right. And you'll find them in these little trails going across the ground, and you can see like a little shiny speck in the trail. And if you like gather it, um, I've gotten a jagger scale from one of them. And I've also gotten, like, a great Jagger scale. Ah. So apparently you can get, like, really? lo- low-tier monster mats. That's funny. That's uh, pretty cool. I'll definitely yeah. pay attention to that. Yeah, well, something else I noticed with just, like, the random animals, there was the uh, shepherd hares, and it said in their description that if you follow them, they usually go to shortcuts around the areas, and I was seeing them going to, like, just little corners where you could walk straight back to a camp and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. What? That's cool. Yeah, they did a lot of yeah. cool stuff with the environment this time around. Mm-hmm. Especially like the um, wedge beetles that you can soup uh, Spider-Man on. Still didn't manage to pull it off. I don't know why. I just didn't get. I don't know if you have to be prompted for it. You or... look at it and you push O. It. It's not immediate. You have to look at it for like a second, and you'll see it yeah. unfold, and then you can push O. And yeah, okay. you have to use like the slinger's aim down sight sort of thing, and then yeah. press a circle. Yeah, you have to hold L two and then look at it and press O. I okay, that's probably why I was expecting oh, okay, it to yeah. just prompt <laughs> I me. I wasn't thinking about how you weren't looking at it because I was like, oh, you just look at it, but yeah. No, you have no, to if actually. If you weren't using the slinger, you wouldn't notice it. It wouldn't activate. Yeah, you you have to ADS as the as the FPS people who use. It is so... Sorry, move mic. It is so interesting having to get used to using the Slinger mm-hmm. still. Like, even even with all the demo, it's still it's still a, a change that I have to get used to. Yeah. I, but it's so useful once you know how to use it. I used it all the time. I would pick up those red berries or whatever they were, the red shot, mm-hmm. and it, as oh, yeah. a monster's running away, I just pelt them. I just can <laughs> I saw that. I, that is the time <laughs> when I usually use it as a desperation. Like, no, stop. Stop running. I like the one that sets them on fire. That's fun. The bombs. Yeah, mm. yeah there was the also the other one. There was the, um, the bright moss I thought was really cool because you can use it to blind the monster and you can just kind of fire it at walls and you can make him glow. Um, and then there was the puddle pods, which you could use on Baroth and you could wash them yeah. off. I didn't try that. That sounds cool. Um, mm. A quick note about Bright Moss that only works on flying wyverns. Doesn't really. Yep. Specifically. So no. Yeah, they have to be flying. They have to be in the air. Oh okay. yeah. By the way, did you see the the? Because I was talking about like overcoming and getting used to new systems. Mm-hmm. You saw the animation on the front page where the person's trying to use a sonic bomb on Diablos, but they're just trying to use it from their inventory instead of like shooting it out of their slinger oh. mm-hmm. so when they go to throw it it's just them loading their slinger and then they die <laughs> that sucks yeah i don't blame people for doing that though i bet i'm gonna do that a few times yeah like I bet jump when it... to it as fast as possible and then just load it 
but once it comes out, I know it's going to be like super, you know, you'll be like, oh, clearly, you know, it's that. But, you know, in the demo, you're still thinking with old years of Monster Hunter knowledge. Assuming you're an old player. Oh, right. That's right. There's going to be so many new players. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Why are the monsters running away all the time? <laughs> yeah, they. they te- I feel like it, it's definitely harking back to Monster Hunter 1 days. They, they definitely run. Um, it kind of makes sense-ish, I think. They're st- they realize they're... Sorry, sorry. Might just, also be like, the... Nope, gotta go. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Part of it may also be the, you know, the whole demo thing. Like, it's easier to break parts in the demo. It's easier to knock people over in the demo. It's, yeah. They it just maybe They want to show off different demo. areas. Yeah. Look, the monster's going back to its nest instead of, like, somebody just downing it in the first room they see it in. Right. So what you were saying something hard? Oh, no. Yeah, I was just making a little sarcastic joke at the new players. I love new players. I want all the new players to join the game. It's great. <laughs> Everyone hold hands. Mm, I think what's going to end up happening, and, like, I know we're going to be having a lot of new people just because of the way this is being released, but I think it will be a lot easier for people to get into it, and I don't think we're going to have that many problems. Especially since it's a co-op game instead of a PvP. Right, definitely. That's true. And also, the as much as everybody was initially hesitant about the button prompts, that's going to be amazing for new people. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. like, the whole monster... The, the great sword charging mechanic doesn't... You know, you, you see a lot of people just kind of swinging around a great sword not charging it because, you know, nobody knows that without testing it out or without getting told, oh yeah, the great sword charges its attacks. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's kind of weird. Um, I saw a video from Gaijin Hunter uh, today. Uh, who actually just auto played. I was watching something else this morning. Um, but Gaijin Hunter talked about uh, the third chain of like charging slashes um, only has two charges. So if you're waiting for the third one, it'll downgrade. I did not know that. So and I was like, oh yeah, I've been downgrading that charge whenever I use it. So, that's cool to know. So, I mean, the the nuance of mechanics is definitely still there, even with the button prompts. I can tell you for a fact, if I hadn't watched a video, and or, uh, you know, had the button prompts for this one or anything like that, I would have mm-hmm. never learned how to play Charge Blade initially. Like, I would have just put down the weapon because it, it wouldn't seem to do anything without knowing how to charge your files and how to charge your shield and... All the extra yeah. stuff. The game didn't teach you that, in, you know, for you. Yeah, I, I would have never picked it up if it hadn't been for Gaijin Hunter talking about guard points. And then now you'll have actual things in the top right that kind of tell you, and the training area, which is the greatest thing. I went in there once on the first day of the first beta. That was it. I I went in there with, and then when I was in there, you know, changed to every single weapon to try it out and see what changed. And then I still learn new stuff because after I finished with the training area, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm done learning. I, you know, I know all the changes. And then you guys were telling me new button presses and stuff. And then I would see videos be like, oh, do you know you can do this too? <laughs> no, yeah. I I... Know that. So yeah. Weird. After the first beta ended, I, uh, I posted like a video and I was like, okay, this is all the aerial attacks in Monster Hunter World, the definitive <gasps> list. Wait, and did you then... read that? Yeah, and then someone someone replied. I think it was uh, Kurwa Kurwa. Uh, I don't know how to say that. 
and they had like all these different interactions like unsheathed with the mushroom walls that the different weapons had mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god yeah running up walls is so dynamic it's really useful and a lot of people didn't use it i used it i think i think i got it off once on accident <laughs> i specifically tried to use it against with all those Uh, Speaking of of which, I attempted several times to take down both Rathalos and Diablos and failed miserably all those times solo. (laughs) Um, I got him down once with a gun lance. Nice. I just used longsword because I was just trying to focus on one weapon. Um, (laughs) Diablos or Rathalos logo? Wrath. Nice. Yeah, I, I would say that part of it is just learning the new monster and the new mechanics of that kind of stuff. And part of it is just like bad luck, especially with Rathalos. I would like one time I was trying to do that trick where you, you blow up the wall on the nest and he falls down the flood. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just jumped up over it and just flew off and I fell down. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So I was like, well, that was a bust, so I just went at the Jagras instead. <laughs> so a lot, oh. of, a lot of video like speedruns I saw of Rathalos or Rathalos, um, whatever you call it. Um, the most that I saw what they would do is they throw down the two barrel, large barrel bombs immediately mm-hmm. when he was sitting there, and then they would drop every single small barrel bomb because it actually did a fair amount of damage on him. It was like 20, 20, 20, 20. Because when you went to set down another one, it would give you super armor against oh, the explosion. Yeah. And they go... Just sitting there in one spot. And then the last one, they or they put two up against the uh, the walls where it flooded, the two small barrel bombs that they had left. Yeah. And then those ones would bust it. And by the time that he was roaring, it would uh, the water would rush down and he would get knocked off the cliff. I, I, I tried to fight him the first time when that happened. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fight him, and then just, like, at some point, I'm just going to blow up the wall. And that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So, I just blew mm-hmm. up the wall immediately this second, the, when, I, when I did do it. Um, I had him limping several times, but I think I think nice. the problem is, it's just the time limit for me. Like, like I said, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not an amazing hunter. I'm okay. So... I mean, some of it was just learning, and some of it was just me not being fast enough, so. so Did you get the flash pods? Uh, no, I just don't use items. That's part of it, too. Oh, yeah. So you were probably stuck a lot of times where he was in the air, and you were just trying to yep. get his tail. Yeah. So I had the, the finally the most scary moment I've ever had in a Monster Hunter game, <laughs> probably. Uh... <laughs> Because it was so unexpected, and I was it was I was really struggling during the beta, at one point, because uh, I was trying to take on Puke Puke, mm-hmm. and then um, Jagras showed up. I almost forgot his name again. Jagras showed up, and so I was trying to fight them both at the same time, and then I got confirmation that a third monster can show up while you're already fighting too, mm-hmm. and I had oh, yeah. Anginath, yeah, Jagras, and Puke Puke all in the same room, all attacking mm-hmm. each other. And I'm just like, uh... <laughs> just trying. Did did any of you guys? I was just Sorry. saying, like, just trying but... not to die. It was a, it was a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so speaking of Puke Puke, I did kill him once. Um, I did see him several times. I fought him specifically um, one time just to see how he was. But did anyone see any special interactions that Puke Puke did with another I, monster or anything? I think I saw him I did. somebody with poison. I think. I could be yeah, wrong. I don't think he... I don't think he has one as of yet, if he has any. I managed to take his tail off. Yeah, Puke Puke. They probably only and have... Like, and and uh, Kuliaku, I think they just use, like, cans, like, uh, breath attacks or jump attacks on other monsters. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was a weird fight. Um, he chain comboed me. He almost killed me. Um, yeah, I've heard that he's more aggressive in multiplayer, but because there's multiple people, he gets trashed. And then in solo, he seems to be a lot calmer, and he looks around like he's very... Um, he just doesn't, like, uh, he doesn't really attack that much. He goes idle a lot. Right. I didn't see him do his, like, poison tail attack at all in the beta. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't either. He probably would do it with more people, I think, because that seems to be one of those he'd rather bite and swing at you and spit poison and stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved his feeding animation, by the way. When he oh, bailed yeah, out the feed. Yeah, where he's like hovering in the air, kind of feeding, and you're just sitting there, and you're like, "Oh, are you gonna come down? Do I have to shoot you with the slinger?" Uh, yeah, I have seen him with his tail filled up though in like the some footage from you know the ten hour thing they did over at over in Japan. They had really? some footage of Puke Puke from the actual game. And he was definitely using his tail then, and it, it was really cool, because he had his mouth filled up, he has tail filled up, and he's doing all these different poison attacks. Was that 10-hour stream, like, full game, though? Was what? that from the full game and not the beta? Yeah, it wasn't a stream, it was like, they played for 10 hours mm-hmm. of the game, and then, they do through low rank, I think, is what happened. Yeah. Um, and then they were allowed to show off certain footage. That's kind of the pool of footage Eric's has been using in his videos yeah. so far. Yeah, I, I bet there's a lot of stuff we didn't get to see just because it's beta. And, and I think the reason why we're seeing um, Kula Yuka, or whatever his name is, Bird, Egg Thief, and um, Buka Buka, is just because they found out, all oh, we accidentally left him in in certain scenarios. Let's just allow that to happen, I think is what happened. <laughs> I never actually got to fight Egg Thief. I didn't try. I didn't see him. Or or Pot Thrower, as some people called him. <laughs> I found the base camp where like there's like uh, clay pots in ancient forest. Oh yeah. In like the east of it. Oh really? So I'm just speculating if that's involved with the cutscenes about Puke Puke. What is the lore surround or uh, Kuliaku? What is the lore surrounding Rockburb? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it might just be like a magpie where it likes shiny things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's true. Least, that's at least what I think, just because it looks like that type of bird where it just it grabs stuff that's interesting and tries to take off with it. Yeah, I really hope there's like a... He has a horde somewhere you can go smash, and then he'll immediately come over there. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to go recover our grandma's pot. <laughs> Quest... It's like an egg It's like an egg quest, but with quest an ancient pot. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> So, I'm going to try actually reading all the quest descriptions in this one. I haven't in all the previous games because, you know, lots of quests, but I'm going to try with this one. 
I usually do, but then I gave up on generations because they're all copy and paste. Uh, there's actually a RuPaul drag reference in uh, Generations, I think it is. What was it? Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the the feline name is RuPaul, like P-A-W-L. <laughs> and then uh, it's having you get some special fragrance, I think. And it says uh, at the very end, is like, this is your chance and don't mess it up. <laughs> instead of, you know, the normal. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. yes, that's great. I remember it was... I've seen all seven seasons or something of that show thanks to my wife it is great it is a great show <laughs> it, it actually is good I, I at first i was like this is stupid but i kind of liked it at the end i remember it um, was um so well speaking of oh sorry uh, i was just like in monster and try like the quest descriptions for the volcano it was, it was weird because they would always reference the like volcano tribe or the fire tribe and i was it was confusing because there wasn't like a another village in that game. Really? Yeah. Huh. I I thought the villagers in Monster were like specifically very spaced out because of the whole you know monsters everywhere thing. Right. Yeah. It was just it was just strange to me that they didn't have that village in the game and they were writing about it. Because huh. I remember reading the lore somewhere that said the reason that the villages are so spaced apart and so like small and usually not big cities is because big cities ended up attracting like actual problem monsters and stuff like that. So it was better that they be very far apart and very, you know, very heavily guarded when they're big cities. That makes sense. It's probably right. It's like a attack on Titan or something. Mm. Except attack on Titans. Like we put you all in one little space and nowhere else. <laughs> Um, well, just going on the kind of discussion we almost had about Puke Puke and Kuleyaku, I'm just curious about your overall feelings about them. Because my thoughts about Puke Puke were that he's he was idle a lot, he didn't really attack that much, and I know it's because he's an easier, easier monster, but Kuleyaku was very aggressive once he got a rock. Like, crazy aggressive. <laughs> I'll have to look up some video. I, never, I don't have an opinion on him, because again, never fought him in I didn't get to see very much. And Same. then with Puke, though, I loved his colors. He was, he seemed to be very relaxed. I know, yeah. like, everybody's, like, saying I a lot, but he didn't seem, he reminds me of, like, some of those monsters that don't exactly want to fight, where they're just kind of like, ah, why? It reminds <laughs> me of a, a friendly Camellios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is also low ranking. He's probably a low tier also, by the way, just a side note, I I don't know if, if there's been any, it's in the leak or not or anything like that, but I really hope Camellios shows up because Same. the idea of an open world with an invisible monster is awesomely terrifying and I'm very one of my favorites. Yeah, but, he out of those want three. That, <laughs> yes, definitely, because Aww. he out of the three, which is Tiastra, Kushal, and him, he is the most manageable, which is funny because he goes invisible. Uh, there's Mostly because the other one. But to be fair, uh, which ones are they? Lunastra. Charlotte. Oh, Lunastra. Well, <laughs> until now, she would be a copy and paste of Teostra. Um, I always mostly. thought Lunastra would be neat if it was a fire variant versus Teostra has the blast. Blast, Luna yeah. has the actual fire. Um, that uh, that kind of was the case before blast was a thing. They're, I mean, they were both fire. Well, yeah, they were both fire, but they still used explosions with the powder. And it was depending on the color, it would 
explode or not. I don't remember the um, monster having powder. But oh, I might be thinking specifically time, of so. it. Oh, it would be very it. neat, by the way, because you mentioned you don't. You're, you'd be more excited for ta- for uh, Camellius than uh, Kushala. I think Kushala would be neat, specifically if when he showed up, it would change the weather on the map. Mm. Like you're fighting out there, and suddenly, like it starts storming and thundering and everything like that. And then yeah. out of nowhere, Kushi shows up, and you're like, ah, <laughs> Kushi. Um, and you know, my my thought about like when I said to Haru, like definitely I want Camellius over the other two. It's because his AI was much more interesting and it was just, you know, understandable where the other ones just hopped around. But now that's going to be all different because they have to remake it because of the way everything's set up. Right. So that, um, that may be completely out the window. They may be perfect now if they overhauled them. Maybe it'll be like uh, the... If you remember the cutscenes from... Uh, for Camellios, mm-hmm. where he's one of the few monsters that's hunting you, mm-hmm. have him actually be stalking you as you're in this open world. <laughs> and then just pop up, take out the monster. Oh, I'm here now. They have to fight me. Oh. Imagine suck. how much more confusing the ancient forest will be with an invisible <laughs> monster. <laughs> invading oh, yeah. Camellios. Make him an invading monster like Devil Joe. Especially if he can um like interact with the trees like we've seen um right, Toby Kidachi. Because yeah, he's so cool, able to jump onto trees and jump off. What were you saying, Harry? I just I love that animation with it, like going out of like the 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 invisible wall, like bounds of the environment, and jumping out the trees. That's neat. That's very cool. Yeah, I really I cannot wait to fight Toby Kadachi. I love how he looks, um, especially when he goes into his rage mode and he has that beautiful silver hair yeah. that comes up on his back. It looks so cool. Did they uh did they confirm if there's going to be invading monsters in worlds? I am not. I don't think there's going to be, and the only reason I'm saying that is because we know that there are certain types of monsters that appear on the maps, and there's always three. And I think the big thing now is just going to be, oh, there are multiple monsters here at all times, every time. So it's almost like they are invading. You just have to okay. go into the quest, and it's I, they're either already there or they're not. Because the two, the two things that make me I, think of it is the fact that now we well we can have four in a map now because of. Uh, Puke, and maybe that fourth slot will be filled by an invading no, monster. No, Puke replaced other monsters. Same with Kuleyaku. Did Puke replace other monsters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I so, was able to get Angie and yeah, Puke so, and um, Jagras. He replaces. Well, Rathalus. he can replace any of them, apparently. Except in the, the, in the No, if Rafalos doesn't spawn, then you have a chance of getting Puke. Huh. huh. I saw... Well, I didn't yeah. see it, but I saw someone discussing it. I don't remember where, though. They might have been wrong, so you're probably right. So, so the, what's... What? Um, but that's just yeah. the beta. Yeah. Cause I, I, thinking... I, could, I think it's going to be... So you know how in other games, you know, you have... Um, it's unstable. Okay. You know, this monster has a random chance. This monster has a random chance. This monster has a random chance. Chance. Right. I think that's how it's going to be in this one, except they're already going to be spawned, and there's just two other ones. So I saw something about this. Um, I think it was from Eric's videos, and I don't remember if this was like free hunt or in a quest, but um, there's like a little notification on the screen that's like uh, Rathalos has like left the hunting ground or something to that effect. So Whoa. I think 
they are going to like dynamically internally yeah, yeah but... so it's going to be like um, the expeditions in For You, where they go, oh, it's getting away, and you have to take it out before it leaves forever, and all the things you did were wasted. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I They might be a little bit nicer about it, like once you started fighting it, as long as you don't just kind of like leave it for a while, it'll stay. Yeah. Because so you'd have to be tracking map. it to know it left, you know? Um, one thing I'd like to say is I think that very early on, like when we're talking like, um, what was the first big event? Uh, Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Gamescom footage was coming out, I think they confirmed, and I guess it could be Expeditions only, um, but um, I think they said that there could be five monsters on a map. I'm well, thinking if a monster three, invades and you're gathering tracks, and then suddenly you gather so, a track that's not belonging to any monster you've seen. Um, sorry, but I, I have to be. be fun. I have to be Mister. Well, actually, because um, the, the weird like quickfire like Game Informer interview, I'm pretty sure they said like uh, there's a maximum of three at a time like present on the map. Oh, okay. So there's. Well, maybe you might be getting it confused, or four twenty. You might be getting it confused with for you because I do know that in expeditions, up to five could spawn and then they would stop. And that might be what's going to happen. I mean, I I wouldn't be confusing it with that. Mm-hmm. I could that could be outdated information. It might be or both I just could in that there's five that can spawn. But that definitely came from Gamescom. But only three will be the... quote quote present at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we won't know until we try it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was to say yeah. I I could be wrong. I'm not saying like a. Yeah. I'd also I'd also I think I that since the three was hectic enough, I feel stuff. like having five all together fighting each other would be almost too much. I would almost never think that we oh, get okay. all the, uh, five in a room if there DLC was five. I'm thinking just five entitled oh God, quests get out of there. could appear. It's just five devil yeah. Joes. <laughs> like all those multi-monster quests from foreign generations with like yes. five monster icons, but they're just all in the one room just like looking at each other. <laughs> uh, That's I the want, only thing what I, I want the do... custom quests for. I thought they were funny. What <laughs> I want to do, so you know, you know those people that went into Dark Souls and they had like boss versus boss? I mean, you could easily do that in this game as long as you allowed them to actually do damage towards each other. Because I noticed that in the beta, the only times they actually did damage towards each other were, like, specific attacks. It was either when they did their turf wars, they'd do a ton of damage, or if they still kind of looked like they set up with each other, um, like Raytheon and Baroth, uh, Raytheon would... Uh, this was a very specific time I watched some footage, like from IGN or something. Um, and Raytheon tail swung Bareth, but he wasn't looking at her. He just kind of walked off, and she still did damage to him. But then the, all the other, like, or, oh, no, no, no. She didn't do damage with the tail swing, but the poison did damage. All the other things that they did to each other, they didn't do damage to each other. They may not always show the damage numbers, kind of similar how you can't always see allies. You Maybe they are actually oh, hurting true, each other, true. and they're just not maybe, showing you maybe. the number. Yeah, the other thing was in one of those Capcom TV wacky live streams uh, Hmm. of the Rotten Vale that showed, like, uh, Gyros, that monster, paralyzing uh, Odogaron. So maybe maybe you're onto something with the status effects. Yeah. They might be staying with, 
Like, they might be sticking to the idea that they can put status effects on each other, and they can do these cool attacks on each other, but besides that, we don't want them to be so broken that they kill each other for you? I don't I don't know. Because um, in my experience with... Uh, I did a lot of let them fight between Baroth and Diablos, just to see what happens. Um, and even when they're not just going at each other, um, for instance, I was purposely... Uh, standing between the two and then jumping out of the way or um, putting uh, one, like, lining myself up so they're both in front of me. Um, So, like, that kind of thing. Uh, They were still hitting each other. Um, In fact, uh, I actually had Baroth break Diablos' horn inadvertently by charging him. So then that means Um, that they're just not showing it. I didn't say that. I I don't know if there's damage numbers. I wasn't paying attention to it. But um, they're they're still hitting each other. So I I don't think that, um, you know, just regular attacks are being ignored. I think think that there's a spectacle of, like, the sort of, you know, versus each other kind of thing. and I think there's more than we think there are, you know, maybe less cinematic ones. Like, there was uh, actually, you know, specific animations when Baroth uh, charges and hits uh, um several times. Yeah, um, there's oh, okay. a special way that Jiratatis, like, sort of flops out of the water. It's different. Um, he actually goes at an angle and actually gets flipped over. Uh, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, it's... There's a lot more subtlety to it than I think we we realize because, well, again, a lot of the problems we're having is seeing this stuff is beta, so we have reduced health, we have um, obviously not a final build. Higher flinches. um, Especially if we're not seeing, you know, certain things from, like, bouquet bouquet because we see, like, Mm -hmm. we were talking about here, like, you know, all the stuff that came from Japan that was, like, a full game playthrough versus the beta, we've not, you know, none of us saw Puke Puke poison with his tail, and he maybe felt stunted. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel he felt stunted. He did a lot of the same attacks, though. Um, he spammed his tongue attack a lot. Um, yeah. His poison hits pretty yeah, hard, too. Yeah. Um, so, like, it was... I think that a lot of the issues that we have, just, like, kind of discerning what's going on beta is weirdness. just the fact that it's the mm-hmm. beta. Which sucks. I really wish that it, you know, would have just been a slice of the real game. But I'm think I'm starting to think that really it's, it's just an are. old build. I'll say this still: it's still better than the previous ones because uh, yeah. you know there's been early weirdness with all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that I know better, I will say this is the first one they gave us an almost okay bowgun because at first I was complaining because I was like, oh, there's no rapid fire, there's no crouching shot. It turns out because well, didn't test it. Crouch, crouching shot's gone. And rapid fire is in the game. It's just not as indicated as it used to be. A giant color, yeah. But anyway. then I went back and tried the. I actually went back and tried the old betas from, uh, like from the for you beta. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, it, it's much better than the for you beta. <laughs> so for you beta, they did not have rapid fire on the. They, on the light they didn't button. have a rapid fire. They didn't have a siege fire. That's so or sorry, I think no, that's right. It did have a. I think it was a rapid fire and a siege fire, but it was rapid firing and siege firing normal one shots. Which you know, you might as well too much sh- power. You might as well just smack the thing with your the butt of your gun for all you're doing with normal one. I shots. mean, 
what we've seen so far in World that that does a fair amount of damage, which is funny. Yeah. Really? I never yeah. Um, they Team Darkside did a, a light bowgun, butt smacking, on Gerotatus, Gerotatus, yeah. whatever, and they were smacking him in the face, and it was doing seventeen and twenty five, like it was like two attacks, and it was doing um, impact damage. <laughs> and they were KOing him over and over, and it was just him walking up and slowly smacking him in the face for, like, 30 damage. Um, That's silly. Which, you know, it's it's acceptable damage. I'll blame the for that. <laughs> um, well, I, I did hear that the bow's arrow slash thing is actually worth something for once. Uh, yeah, if you can hit a, like, um, if you hit Puke Puke's face, it was doing, like, 39 wow. damage every hit, which is actually yeah. extreme um especially when you consider that was mounting damage which means he could jump onto its back and then put it on the ground and then keep doing it um the only problem it's really hard to aim that's what i saw anyway you move yeah. a lot when you leap it's kind of hard to like to wrap your mind around like dodging then like aiming out of the dodge because it has mm-hmm. sort of carries over the momentum from the dodge to a degree yeah. that's great when you can just like stab your arrow down into the monster and hop on its back. Yeah, it looked very cool. Um, I don't think anyone's going to get that many mounts. I mean, they're definitely going to get a lot of mounts, but, I mean, you're not going to see, like, the best kills with it. So, uh, uh, Haru, what did you think of the yeah. two new monsters, by the way? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, right. I just realized we were talking, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they weren't super... Uh, exciting, I guess. I mean, it's awesome to see like new content when we, when they were being very coy, they didn't say anything about anything was going to be new in the beta. Uh, but yeah, I guess I, with Puke Puke, I was, I was kind of needing a little bit more of that purple. Wanted some more poison attack. <laughs> and I, I like Fuliaku. It was fun uh, to have to like. Uh, dodge around its uh, rock of deflection. Oh, is it really, like, deflecting? Like I said, I never got to fight it. Is it, like, uh, the rock that um, annoying frog Tetsukabra carries? Mm. Uh, yeah, just, like, a lot smaller it... for for the jaggy size. It, um, it'll bounce at basically any attack. Oh, wow. Except, like, ones with super armor. I, I wouldn't say it's like Tetsukabra. It's more like... Hmm. Uh, if you think about how Shigaru, when he moves around and just kind of quickly slams his hand in front of him, that's kind of what I'd equate it to. Um, he does a lot of... He does multiple things. He does... Uh, like, he pecks over it at the ground in front of him. Um, he'll kind of hop forward and smash the ground, and then he'll turn and hop forward and smash the ground. Um... And then he had another one where he kind of hops back almost like, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, there's so many monsters now. Um, Weird names, The first monster in Generations. Uh, Macau. The Great Macau. Great Macau, yeah. Um, well, he springs back on his tail. This guy just kind of, like, he hops and gets a little crazy. And then he flies up in the air and he smashes the rock into the ground and breaks it. Um... And that was his most damaging move. It still wasn't that damaging, but it was funny to watch. 
That's pretty much like Tatsukabra, though. Yeah. Jumps oh, yeah, that definitely bites was. Down on the rock. That definitely was. Yeah. The other ones, it was just how quick rock. in succession they were, and he wasn't just smashing it and waiting to get another rock. He also didn't move slow, right. but he also moved around pretty fast with it. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. He's much more aggressive when he has it, which was cool. Does he ever throw it, or does it actually hit pretty hard getting hit by the pot? He throws I it never sometimes. saw him using a pot. Oh. I think the pot was like the uh, monster intro cutscene or something in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I could see that. He does pick up an egg to eat. Really? That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I honestly, that's I know that's something very small, but that's something I was paying attention to during the beta is how monsters went and fed and ate. Obviously, we know about Jagras with his, you know, swallow an entire Appanoth hole. <laughs> but the others were very interesting in that they actually had patterns instead of just kind of walking over to a random undescript corpse. So my wife actually had something to say about the Jagras eating Appanoth hole. Um, I have pointed this out multiple times uh, since the reveal of the game. <laughs> the Jagras does that, but um, you know, her and her love relationship with her phone, um, she doesn't really pay attention to a lot of stuff. That, you know, I'm trying to show her about the game. But she actually did sit down and watch me play a couple things she wanted to see about it. And uh, uh, we, I, she saw uh, it eat an Aptonoth, and she was like, is it going to keep go- It's going to eat that whole thing, isn't it? I was like, yep, now watch this. And I made it, like, basically puke it all back out. She was like, oh, <laughs> Now it's I just, see why I you think were it's, excited it, about it's this that game. little levels of detail, <laughs> kind of like in previous, yeah. in previously in generations, the one that blew my mind in that one was Mitsune goes to eat fish. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have a corpse; it'll find like a fishing hole and just kind of chill there eating. Yeah. Well, speaking of the little details, um, I saw someone posting on the Monster Hunter subreddit how um, if you break Diablos's horn with a slashing weapon. Um, it'll actually cut the horn off, whereas if you use a hammer or other impact-type weapon, it'll smash the horn, like, to pieces. Really? Which is really cool. Um, another thing I saw was that when you cut tails that look a little bit more meaty, like, more colored inside of it, it you can actually tell that they're, um, kind of like, they get paler, like they're running out of blood. Okay. On the inside. Uh, really cool. In that same post, I also saw the Baroth's yeah, really? uh, head crest can be removed. Slash it, it removes it like a single piece, whereas when you yeah. smash it with a hammer, it shatters it. Yep. I hadn't got. Really I hadn't cool. taken off a head crest aside from uh, the hammer when I used it against Baroth, but. Oh, no. you said Baroth. No, Sorry, Baroth. I, I was like, that's um, what I said. So I never. <laughs> I get what you're talking about. I, get to, I yeah. never got to take off the head crest. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, with a long sword. But then again, uh, mm-hmm. every time I was using long sword, I was only just ever sort broke his. How uh, fast can I take it down? Face kind of thing. So really but that's just because being inefficient. You know, blast attacks have always been amazing at destroying horns and crests. Oh and yeah, stuff like that. Diablos and Baroth both had very hard heads. So when you were using gun lance, it didn't matter that it was a piece that right. didn't take that much damage, it still did a ton, because it was shelling. Unfortunately, oh. that always looks good at the beginning in every single demo, and then you go to the end game, and then shells do nothing. By the way, I wanted to point out, uh, I finally did see the, uh, you had mentioned last podcast about the um, Great Jagras, how its dreads became like 
kind of bloodied and yep. messed up the more the fight the, the fight went on, especially after you mounted it. And I did see, yeah, that does change. Same thing with uh, mm-hmm. Rathalos's wings get real messed up. Oh yeah, like, if it limps when it flies away, it's like all floppy and can't fly. So cool. I was actually paying attention to how things broke this time around, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, just despite okay. me not being able to take either Rathalos or Diablos down, um, I did get them both down pretty far. And uh, a couple times I had Diablos with both horns uh, cut off and uh, his tail off, and he was in some he was in bad shape. Um, mm-hmm. And he would just, you know, lip off or that kind of thing. But I never, I never got that finishing blow on either one. Um, now, part of the, one of the one I probably could have taken down Diablos one time, but um, family things happened, like uh, family coming over, uh, <laughs> and I had this. I had like five minutes left on the quest, and he was limping, and I was like, I'm finally gonna do it. And then um, someone showed up, and I had to put the game down on it. I just, I was talking, and I'm, I'm watching my character just stand there as the quest timer is going and then it's like quest over and I was like no, I could have done it. <laughs> the wrath that of the sucks. lack of the pause button. Yeah. I think it's just because of the beta. There, yeah, there'll probably so be a too. pause button. And also, yeah, that's what I do you not think. like go to your PS4 main menu or something? Like, you know how you can, on a lot of things, kind of back out of the game semi? It keeps running. It kept running it, I think. Oh, oh okay. by the way, this is the first time in a while I've had to yell at somebody, I can't pause, I'm online. <laughs> yeah. It's been so yeah. long since I've had to say, oh, I can't pause the game now, but Monster Hunter, it was real, like, I, I cannot stop mm-hmm. right now, just wait for 30 seconds. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, nope, you, you could can do it and do try. It and try or those are the ones I, sk- I didn't play, either. though, so. Um, no, actually, you could go to the, like, that's... Um, that pause menu for the home button for the Wii, I'm pretty sure you could do it. You couldn't in the game click a pause button. Okay. But you could use the Wii menu. I know the original PS2 games you couldn't pause either. Hmm. So that was always a thing. But yeah. Yeah, my wife was telling me multiple times, you gotta pause, someone's here, and I'm like, I literally can't. I'm just <laughs> gonna put it down. Um, actually, the, the quest that I killed, Puke Puke, um, basically I killed Puke Puke, and then I set the controller down, and I just sat there and waited. I, I noticed that um, the day and night transition was literally tied to just the quest timer. Um, yes. I never noticed that before. I was just so focused on killing things. It was like, it's starting to turn night. Uh, oh, that means the quest is almost done. So, well, it's kind of think. Cool. But it also I makes there me might think, be like, if that sort of correlates where with the whole 50 like minute timeline, I think that, that a lot sense. of us may never see night. Yeah, like a question <laughs> yeah, really start them. at night. Yeah. I can definitely see them having it start at night, because there's not really that much of a difference besides the fact that, you know, there's certain things that you'll see at night. I want Like, to there hunt... were certain bugs that apparently only show up at night. I want to hunt Toby at nighttime. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I think he would be probably one of the best... Of like, oh yeah, it's clearly a problem. I like the idea because um, this came up uh, a while ago. Someone asked a question, like, you know, like, what the quest is only like fifty minutes. Like they do a lot in one day. Just sort of talking about like lore wise, and I was like, I think the idea of one quest takes a full day of hunting. I think yeah, the time limit is just the game mechanic of us as gamers, um, you know having a limit to beat that quest 
Because like in try, you would go out on a quest, not not through you because it took it out, and then you would arrive back from the quest at like the next integer of time. Like went out during the day, come back at night, and vice versa. And that was interesting because it created sort of like a flow to hunting. Yeah, definitely, especially if you were doing uh, some of those quests in the uh, uh, free hunt area and try. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, this only comes out at night. So you're like, oh, crap. Well, what am I going to goof around until night? Yeah, just go. Yeah, you go into the exposition, expedition or the uh, free hunt in the day for 15 minutes so you can come back and go in the night. Yeah. I think it was five minutes was the amount of time you need to be out before it would change to the next day. So I would generally, because I did play a little bit of 3U when I went back recently, and I tried that out the whole like, okay, crap, now I have to wait and stall for a couple days and stall for a couple days. I would generally AFK, <laughs> but I <laughs> several times I'd come back and have been carded because something would take a disliking to me. Oh yeah, you ran into an active area. Or you ran out into, like, the main first area and you had a Kelby hit you five times. Yeah, so, yeah, Kelbys can totally kill you if you're AFK. <laughs> did uh, did oh. anyone see that you can, when you break the horns on Kelbys, they're actually gone and the ke- on the Kelby? Yep. I saw that. That was really funny. I did not know yeah. that. That's nice for once. I also noticed that, you know, shinies on the ground, they're now replaced by just little blocks, like little chips that you kind of can find yeah they're like an actual um, scale yeah like you it's kind of like a little just like a generally it's the color of the monster it's like a whitish brown color if it's bare off or something they can um, be red and it's just sitting on the ground oh well so, red i saw i think eric's was talking about it he said that they are actually slinger ammo and yeah. they're something that's actually good specifically towards the monster. Red pits. Red pits. Uh, no, it's it was like something a... else. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was called there's, exactly. There's but... bomb ammo that does a ton of damage that typically that red thing. Yeah, I saw that, and it only has like three ammo yes, on it. Yes, but it does a lot. So, like, hmm. how it works is yeah, you the... have to, like, as you damage the monster, as little shiny red things will fall off of it. You can pick them up. About, yeah. Yeah. And I think weaker monsters, like the, the two new ones, um, they'll drop a piercer, which it, it works like a, like a bow's piercer shot. Yep. Hmm. And, really? and then I think so. Baroth drops both like bomb and thorn, and thorn like actually like in 3D like sticks onto a monster's leg, and as you like hit it with attacks, it'll like flinch oh, it then. Oh, that's what really? I saw. That's kind of cool. I was wondering what that was. I so, saw someone attacking a monster had a little spiky thing on it, that's what it was. So, uh, we had a question at the end of last uh, podcast that I actually wanted to pose to you, Haru. Uh, I don't know if you okay. listened to the last podcast yet, but minor spoiler alert. Is there anything about the beta you did not enjoy? Like, any specific criticisms? Hmm. Um. I actually did think of one, Forgeron. Uh, although I didn't have it last time, I, I okay. do have one now. Well, I think we could break it down in spe- into specifics. I think we could talk about maybe monsters or weapons in general. Um, that you, they're parts that you may not or may or may not have liked, um, and then we can talk about you know actual like oh. elements of it being a beta, maybe that you don't like. The recording is getting a bit long. That's 
why I'm trying to. Uh, are we at an hour? Am no, I reading uh, this wrong? But uh, you can go ahead and answer hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, I guess it's just you didn't get like necessarily the struggle, like the like with the shortened time limits and the monsters where they're have less health and do a little bit less damage and their like thresholds for flinching and things are lower. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it was sort of like the start of generations where it's not as like, uh, the stakes aren't as high, I guess. Um, I was really positive. Generations was, um, interesting to play at the beginning. I was worried when I first started playing it. Still hard though. I thought it was still a good game overall. Challenge wise. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I get what you're meaning, though. I'm not really a stickler about difficulty, so I was pretty positive on the beta. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, what do you guys find irritating? So, my my final frustration, the one that finally actually got to me, was when I was trying to hunt Puke Puke, and he ran off to the northeaster area, trying to navigate my way through all the up and down and side paths of the northeast part of that forest was the most lost I've ever been in a Monster Hunter game. (laughs) (laughs) And even when you pinned him, the bugs were no help? Oh, the bugs were like, I dude, I have no idea. (laughs) Like, one of them, they would tell me to crawl through this little cross space, so I would do that. And then I would look around. And the bugs were heading back towards the little cross space, so I'd crawl through it again. And so and they would they tell me back. to go back through it. I'm like, make up your mind, guys. Like, tell me where I'm supposed to go. Hmm. It was like a GPS that was slightly broken. And yeah. there are so yeah. many paths in the northeast. I yeah, was that's just like that whole lost. that's like that whole like randomly like it's all these weird green like platforms that are just all randomly there and they aren't used by any of the monsters currently. It's really. Weird. I mean, it, I think it makes sense because you know, oh, it's a deep jungle. Yeah. But at the same time, since we have such limited time, we're not used to running it. Like, you know, everybody has the what's it the the planes from Monster Hunter One still memorized, hmm. but like it's gonna be a while before I memorize these new maps because they're not just a flat oh, you know, definitely. S- 10 areas connected with lines yep yes <laughs> that's what I meant sorry <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't play the first one so it's not as nostalgic to me as, yeah, my, yeah, as like my friend it's okay was um I, I'll agree with you on that Lovren. Uh, I think this one requires an exponential more amount of map knowledge to navigate yeah I think that's why they didn't want to use paintballs because paintballs, it's just a pink circle on some, on a little. I mean, if you open up the map, that's map kind of the same problem when you're tracking a monster. True. Yeah, I mean, yes. it does give you altitude, and then also once you're on the map and you pin the monster, they yeah, but if usually you're looking at it without the numbers, well. it is two D on two D, and you don't know where they are. Um, the scout flies can be misleading, yeah. especially with height in mind. Um, so what I found uh, was most useful is I would sort of gauge what kind of monster it was. So, for instance, where I kept losing was Rathalos. Um, so Rathalos, I think the only reason why I never took him down was literally because he would fly away and I did not know how to get to where he went. Um, and so what I ended up doing is flying to the nearest base camp every time of where I think he was going. And that pseudo worked out, but not always. So I lost a lot of time. 
um, just because of map knowledge. I'll, I'll agree with you a lot there. Yeah, well, one of the things I noticed was that um, one of the hard things about Rathalos is he, um, oh, what was it? I think when he is in, you know, there's his starting area where he's in the nest, and then he can fly down to that kind of cave section where he's in, where he'll throw you down off a cliff, and it's really annoying. Yeah. Um, usually when he flies from there, if he's going to go up to his nest, or he's going to go to the um, area that's near where he falls from the nest, he almost always flies all the way around like, yeah. the bottom of the map and then flies back up to it. Um, and that's really annoying when you look on the map. And um, you either have to just wait for him to stop somewhere and then follow the scout flies, otherwise they get really confused. Or you can level up your scout flies to the point that they'll tell you the next yeah. spot that they're going to stop. Yeah, um, I really think... That's true, so, too. It also encourages you to level them up. Just... Yeah, that's true. Do we know if uh, the leveling up's going to persist through hunts? I'm assuming no. I don't think so. I remember saying before that it might, but I think it was me mishearing information. Um, it's probably... Like the I think entries? things that are going to persist are hit zones and all of those kind of factual things that you're going to get in that little Academy book info okay. hunter's info kind of book um before when we fought a monster once we get a bonus page of being like hey here's a cool thing sonic bomb uh whatever his name is lagombi when he's got a snowball over his yeah. head sometimes sometimes um, they're helpful <laughs> yeah yeah and sometimes they're like i've always avoided scary. using sonic bombs on <laughs> like, things that didn't burrow or dive only because it just makes them mad it's like okay i'm just gonna throw them into rage mode It'll stun him for whatever mm -hmm. time period. I'd rather just fight it and without it being enraged. I mean, I like to. Do yeah, it does knock him down because um, you could cut his tail more easily. Prowler stance, as we call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just weird. It's it's not a good. I don't like using the sonic bomb. I don't like using a lot of items, but. I mean, on Legombi, it stuns him for a while, so it's kind of similar to, like, I, when you do that to a ding monster. I think I might do it more now because that is true, yeah. item usage time is cut down a little bit. Like, a flash mm -hmm. bomb is super to... fast now. There's yeah. no longer, like, ah, wait for it, <laughs> bang. Now it's just click bang. Yep. And I don't know if any of you guys use the trap during traps the, are very fast, the demo, yeah. but traps are so much faster now. Pitfalls are still slow, but... They seem a little bit more useful still. Like I, I usually shock traps don't last as long on monsters, and pitfalls usually last a lot longer just in general. Yeah. Um, so I can see why they would want to do that. And also the animations on both look really cool. I'm also I'm also happy to see that most of the animations look kind of like what we saw in intros to like the second for you intro. That's really cool. That everyone should watch. Exactly. Yes. Um, you know, he literally does that with a pitfall. He, like, he puts it in the ground, and then he, like, twists it, and then it pops up. It goes, Poof, and that's exactly what happens in this one. Well, that's, that's the like animation. I said last time. It's, we're finally getting the game that we see in the, in the yeah. scenes. 
And what's crazy is the game was amazing then. Like... So now, how is it going to be? Oh, oh, it's so beautiful. Sorry, I love it. I'm just, I'm just now imagining the scene with the the noob with the basic insect glaive running from a tigrex. That's something that could legit happen now oh, <laughs> in yeah. that forest. I really hope tigrex comes back. I, I'm just kind of scared if he does. Oh man, <laughs> I am so excited. I want to see so... like. Uh, Wrath of God, uh-huh. sorry, just to tangent, um, what what you were saying about the traps, like the animation, setting them down, I felt like just Adam Jensen in, like, Deus Ex, like, setting down the shock trap, uh, uh-huh. like, with the, there's an ability in that game in the trailers where he's, like, shooting lightning around him as he's falling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so about cool. the 4U opening, what you guys were mentioning about the scout flies, like, scraping stuff into a bottle and flipping it shut. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of that as well. Oh yeah! I swear. Oh yeah, because I remember exactly. he crumbled the. There was that one guy who crumbled up the mushroom into the little flask yep. thing and then shook it and then put it back on his pouch. To be fair, we do know that after four and four U, that was when they started developing the game. They might have been thinking about that immediately, and they were like, "Let's just let's just give them something." <laughs> I definitely think so. It reminds me a lot of the concept trailer for four and that four uh, U cinematic. Yeah, the one where Thalos breaks the platform and you're falling towards the um, Tigrex. Yeah, that one. I I don't think I saw that one now. Now I have to look it up. Yeah, it's the original Monster Hunter 4 demo. Or not demo. Demos and demonstration. Oh yeah, it's like it's an open world. That was so weird. Yeah, they were just showing off the new mechanics. I was very, I was very skeptical of that first video also. I'm like, really? Like running and jumping is this now a platformer like what's going on like yeah <laughs> yeah there weren't any new monsters now. or anything so fortune oh, um, oh. so haru uh did you try did you end up trying any other weapons that uh you actually might be considering switching to kind of like fortune's now thinking about uh divorcing the charge blade to remarry to his uh longsword well not remarry but uh yeah you know <laughs> take it out of mr status <laughs> oh god but yeah so is there is I'm there the any one that's uh, supposed to make weird gross jokes what are you doing <laughs> so any uh any weapons you're considering swapping over to so like fortune i was definitely playing around a bit um i i i can never really get into like lancing and things but they changed the animations to be like just fluid enough that that like with the charge and everything uh, i'm really like just i just like the feel of that weapon now. Did you ever get off the uh, the supercharge? Like where after you're charging for a certain amount of time, you like take get the secondary boost of speed. Oh yeah, I definitely use that to like cross uh, areas, and I could you could do the like two hit stab at the end of it. Yes, I usually uh, used it to do the mount thing. Yeah, because. Uh, the, the leaping lance strike was always like, it's something I always, I always try to do regardless if it's going to be successful or not, just because, you know, there's that part of that brain. It's like, yeah, well, the Diablos is charging at you, charge back. <laughs> Sometime you will make it <laughs> flinch and it will look cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, guilty of going all in as a longsword main for that uh, spirit round slash and getting batted oh, yeah. out of the way. I can land spirit four, right? No. <laughs> yeah, spirit slash. You move around so much with it, 
you get so greedy with it. I used to do that so much with Rajang. It's like, I need to get this buff. Like, I just need to get there. And once I get to white, then it's more useful. And it's My like, you just swing, swing, swing. And then as soon as you can get around, and he's kind of like 50 feet away from you, you're like, maybe he'll jump at me. Maybe he'll run at me. <laughs> and then you spirit slash, and then you don't hit anything. My you biggest uh, trap with longsword was always Kezu. <laughs> it's like, oh, are you oh, uh, are you at uh, the third and a half swing of your spirit slash about to hit R for the last time? Time to lightning myself. <laughs> oh, no. It's usually as you're about to go into that third one where he does the three swings and that's when you're locked into the animation for five hours. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's actually worse than the feeling you get when you get like paralyzed in midair and you watch your corpse flop onto the ground is missing that spirit round slash. No, 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 no. That's that's much worse because uh, okay. yesterday or the day before um, I just out of the blue, went back into Generations when I'm going to go find a really hard quest and do it, even though I haven't played in months. Um, and I was doing the Forest Defense, which is a hyper Celtus Queen, a hyper Gipsaros, and a hyper um, Najarala. Gipsaros went okay, besides the fact that he, you know, goes insane when he's hyper um, and raged, which is 90% of the fight. Um, but then I got to Najarala, and... I was using... Oh, I was using Aerial Charge Blade, which is the only way I'll ever use Charge Blade. It's so fun. Um, and I, you know, I was trying to jump over his body to get out of the circle that Najarala makes. And I got, like, glitched onto, like, an invisible wall, like, the boundary of the area, and I kind of fell back in, and he, he paralyzed me. And I swear, he took as long as possible to actually go underground to, to hit me. Because he was circling and circling. And then I stood up, and then a Vespoid paralyzed me. And I fell back over. And he circled and circled. And when Najarala does the hyper where he blasts through the ground after he circles you, it's the fastest thing in the world. And he's just sitting there circling. And then just... And I was dead. Okay. Like, all my health was gone, and I carded. It was horrible. <laughs> I ended up timing out on the Celtus Queen when he was limping away. 50 minutes, and then I went back in and um, I think I beat it after 35. So then I went you? back with oh. Aerial Switch Axe, and then I beat everyone in 25 minutes. So broken. Yeah. Did you have any moments where you were very close on the beta, where you like you, you think, oh yeah, I, I'm going to be able to beat this, and then it gets down to like 5 minutes left, and you're, you're sweating because the thing hasn't gone down yet. Oh, that's so yeah. much scarier when you play the full game and you're in 50 minutes and you're sweating. Because <laughs> it's like, I've been playing this for an hour. Give this to me, please. I definitely had some of those moments in Try with like 40, 45 minutes. And like that crushing failure of just like, you gotta turn it off. You can't keep going after that loss. Mm. But um, with the beta, yeah, no, I could never bring Rathless or Diablos down on my own. Yeah, I, had to do it I tried player. so much. Just couldn't. I only got one multiplayer match, and the guy ignored fighting the new monster. He didn't want to fight Puke Puke, and he just kind of went off to do Anjanath by himself. It was kind of sad. Yeah, it's definitely you hard know. communicating which monster we really wanted to go after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I was going to say, you know what, Lobo? 
Yes. You were supposed to play with me on that first night. I know. And I'd never heard back from you. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, when the when the full game comes out, though, we, we will totally play. <laughs> cool. <laughs> give, me some, can, some, give me some time to scrounge up some money for PS Plus. And then we can see it. Gog's fabled gun lance. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find the one with the highest shelling power and just destroy everything. Oh, just by the way, 16. It has been confirmed, by the way, the spread shot still flinches everybody in existence with the bow guns. So, <laughs> and you can flinch somebody out of the long sword jumping spirit combo thing as they're on the way back down. Oh no. That's yeah. There's, I, I don't know if I posted it, but there's a gif of someone doing that to somebody else on the sub right now That's where they're good. like inches from hitting the monster and they get knocked away by the, the gun lancer. I'll have to investigate oh, this. This seems serious. Huh, I'm sorry, sorry by the bow gunner. My bad. Oh, okay. Was he doing a wyvern fire? No, I said but bow gunner. No, bow guns have wyvern fire though. No, no, it was, he was doing the pellet shot. Well, what, what's oh, formally called shot. pellet yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just see him I'm go. happy that they're calling them spread shot though, because I think it's easier to just keep, Bow and yeah, nobody knows bow what gun. A is. Yeah. yeah, because it used to be spread and pellet, but now it's spread and spread. I think I don't know if this bow even had spread. Oh yeah, so here I'll, I'll paste it again. But this is for both Fortuan and our friend Haru now, since they're both you know longsword people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lobo just posted a, a video Painful. of. Sorry? Oh, it's just painful. It. Oh. Um, yeah, Lobo just made a video, or just posted a video. He didn't make the video. Um, by Moist Nugget, which is a beautiful name. <laughs> um, and it was a Monster Hunter World video. And it is, um, it's, it's very beautiful. It's just launching a dude, you know, jump off of a monster, and then get just destroyed. <laughs> And it's so disappointing. <laughs> like I, I think I would actually quit playing the game if I if that happened. <laughs> yeah. Because that hit feels so good. Like the way that you, they stop and then it goes. Yeah. By the way, I love it. I'm gonna ask you and Fortuan and Haru this yeah. again. I asked Fortuan last time, and then you said no, but I, I haven't gotten a chance to ask Haru yet. Did you have a hard time landing that skull splitter strike thing? Helm splitter. Helm splitter. Because I landed it once, the entire beta. Because every single time I went up for it, the monster would move or I would be jumping past the monster. And it doesn't just let you, like, turn midair. I, I just couldn't land the stupid thing. <laughs> you know what I think? Maybe I'm just it bad. Might be, it might be like the aerial in Generations, where if you're pushing forward when you use it, you move forward. Hmm. It's definitely that. Um... It's, it, was, it was really hard to, like, get fall into it, and I imagine that'd be harder if you're not, like, a longsword main, necessarily. Um, but you can, like, spin, like, 360 degrees midair. You just have to, like, once you turn one direction, you, you're committed. Yeah. <laughs> if the monster moves, you're, you're out of luck. Um, but I liked it uh, after a bit of time with it, because uh, the way it works is it's not as powerful if you don't use it on your uh, red spirit level. 
So it's basically like an, uh, another end game for the weapon. If you can do this one really powerful hit, it gives you a bunch of spirit uh, gauge. Um, once you're at red know. sharpness, and then you like build back up to red again, and it creates sort of a rotation for you. I didn't know it scaled based on your spirit level. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does more damage with yep. each hit, and uh, if you just hit it on like white sharpness, the it does not regenerate much spirit gauge at all. Okay. I think it'd probably be a good thing too if you're getting very low on your red, like anytime you're getting to the end of a gauge, and you don't think you're going to be able to pull off the full spirit rotation. Might as well just go for a helm splitter. That way you have maxed out spirit to just re-level it up. Yeah, I'm pretty... So, another move that I really liked about Longsword, um, it's the counter move, and if you go back and you watch one of Fortuan's streams, I don't remember which one it was, but the end of it, he fought uh, an Yeah, I'm lo looking for that clip and... you're talking about. Yeah, so Anjaneth dives at him, and he uses the counter at the right time that he has like the blue fade where it's like it's like the after effect of him being there and then he what? runs forward and slashes and it kills the Anjanath and it looks so cool um, super anime yeah and that move is really interesting because if you just use it where you just kind of turn around and then run back in and slash at the monster um, and you don't use it like you don't actually get the successful counter you just kind of run back and attack um it just wastes all your yep. spirit that you yes, built up yeah oh really um yeah just like the general red bar that you build up when you attack yeah it doesn't not it doesn't blow levels. a level but it does blow all um, of the um whatever is the is it called t do they call it the t it, it's the spirit it's the yeah. spirit gauge it's not the right. the bar's level um yeah if that makes sense um, that level, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bar that fills up with red as you attack, and that's what you're wasting. Um, okay. Yeah. I can't. And... I, I can't look at. I can't look at the particle effect for the foresight slash without like thinking like this is Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> and I'm doing an evade. I haven't played that game. <laughs> so. I. Uh, I. S but when you do that successfully, it fills up all of that red gauge, so it's actually really useful oh. if you can do it correct. I still forget. Kept forgetting to do that move because. You know, out of instinct, I kept you know trying to dodge moves and stuff like that, like just slash and then back yeah. into spirit mode or do the you know the the normal fade slash or just evading because I keep thinking I'm a longsword. I don't. Oh have no, a dude! There's points where I'm spamming it <laughs> like, just because I, I I love it so much. Really? Um, okay. It's it's it does look really. It's cool. I mean it's not just I'll a cool factor. It um, it's. It's like um, it's a safety net for like you have put yourself out there, right? So you've kind of overextended trying to get your spirit combo off, and then um, you're in a position. It's like, oh no, he's going to attack, and they're like, okay, let's counter because I can't dodge out of this. So um, it's it's a really okay. good defensive move, and I ended up using it a lot just to sort of sort of gauge like uh, when can I do it and that kind of stuff. Um, I actually, it, it, it's what's been selling me on the weapon, is that that and the helm splitter. So okay. you mentioned before that uh, you know you only pulled it off once. I think I only missed it once the whole time. Like it's, it's wow. I don't know what it is. It's just me. Like I'm, it's just clicking with me or whatever. But like, um, 
I typically just play like you would play in the previous games. I get all the way up to the red. Soon as I hit red, though, I do the helm splitter, and then I I uh, build it back mm-hmm. up into red. Um, yeah, it's also much easier once you do that because if you hit the helm splitter successfully, yep. you actually gain um, the red gauge back slowly with it, so you can actually. Um, if you have a little bit of the red gauge already there, you almost always can do the spirit combo and still have enough gauge yep. to continue through the spirit combo as it's regenerating. Okay. It so, feels really forgiving if you hit it if you hit the helm breaker when it's red, just mm-hmm. having enough energy to get the round slash off. Okay. By the way, it is it is kind of cool seeing you fall in love with long longsword because that was actually my first, you know, main. When I first started playing back in Four U, I played the ever loving crap out of Longsword because it was, it was so fun. But apparently, that's back when it was not great because you know it degraded from whatever level you're at to nothing. Mm-hmm. But that's when I played it the most. <laughs> and then my new beta uh, weapon that I'm starting to think I might put more time into is the dual blades because. Mm-hmm. I think it's because the stamina drain is less on demon mode, but everything about dual blades is fun now. I think it's because <laughs> they took everything from that was good from the different styles and were like, let's just make this one weapon. So yeah. you don't have to rely on you know doing the specific rotation. Uh, and your the circle spinny dash in thing is now just a standard part of the weapon, yeah. which is great. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's just integrated into the weapons now that make them all that much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every single time I talk about the weapons, I just I have to keep saying mobility, 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 because that is the greatest thing that they've been adding to everything. I do have a friend who is was a great is a great sword person. Like he's just been great sword since day one, and will not touch another weapon. And now that he has the shoulder check, he's like the happiest dude in the world. He's like, yes, this is a great whole <laughs> body slam shoulder check thing from the great sword. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't use it, but apparently it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really powerful. You can the window of iframes is like huge. It has iframes. Um, yeah, well, you take damage a little bit, but it's like rock city. You can like oh, wow. uh, super armor it. I guess is the term. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, so what it feels like to me is that they, of course, they like lowered the barrier to entry, but I think they increased the skill cap for each of the weapons. What is that? Or at least as a longsword man, it feels like that. Does that carry true to your guys' mains? Yeah, I feel like I can get you can get a lot more out of everything I tried. Like Switch X, now that we have the the secret special second meter, that once that in the sword mode, once uh, you attack a certain number of sword mode times, it gets more powerful, and you can do the stick on latch thing. Mm-hmm. That's just another level of depth. Um. The fact that you can transition from any attack to the other weapon is another just like unleashing the sword or unleashing the weapon to do more. And even my other mains, the the bow guns, the fact that weapons stays, you know, ammo stays loaded now. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about like, all right, I'm just going to be shooting Pierce 2 for the next 20 minutes. You can actually, you're, you have a reason to bring multiple types of weapons and multiple things where you can just, you know, change around and I didn't know about 
first beta, but I tried it on the second one. The whole, if you just press and hold the reload button, I wouldn't advise doing this in combat, but if you press and hold the reload button, you'll reload your ammo, and then your character will systematically go down the entire list and reload everything that's not at full. That's awesome. So you can just, like, I used to, I was doing it when the monster started running away, I was just like, all right, switch to an empty ammo and just kind of slowly follow after it, reloading everything. So it's nice being able to change up tactics instead of being stuck with the same boring stuff. Mm-hmm. It definitely seemed, and I'm not a bow gunner at all, but it definitely seemed like easier to just on the fly change ammo and just like uh, just, just pelt the monster with a bunch of stuff. I love whenever they fell over, by the way. I'm still gushing about this. Every time they fell over, oh, just yeah. every sticky shot to the face, cluster shots, just... <laughs> If they the were knocked shot. down, it was a bad time for them. Hmm. <laughs> cluster shot is brutal. If like it, the flinching on that is extreme, <laughs> you don't have to be as accurate. I noticed I was off on a couple of cluster shots, and it was still messing the monster up. Mm-hmm. Which kind of makes me concerned for its use in multiplayer, but we'll see. Yeah, I I noticed that a lot of explosions, like the barrels and stuff. They reach a little bit farther than you might think, but that's how they were anyway, so I'm not too worried about it. Oh, Haru, by the way, since you play a longsword, did you try out the different bow guns in the bow, and did you think any different of them than previously? Oh, yeah, like, it's, I'd say bow guns and, like, ranged weapons were my least tried thing. Like, I like how, how they feel a lot more now, but, um, yeah, I think I'm still just, like, a melee person at heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting that a lot of people just don't cross the barrier, and then apparently it's very rare that people do play both. I used to play both. Really? Yeah, I've talked about it a couple times. I started out as a heavy bow gunner main in the first Monster Hunter. Wow. So, it was, wow. um, I put a good. I want to say a thousand two hundred hours. Holy cow! Into a heavy bow gun, almost exclusively hmm. in Monster Hunter One, uh, and then I topped it up with about another a thousand five hundred and great sword uh, when I lost my save. So I think you've put more into your Monster Hunter One save file than I have the entirety of Monster Hunter. <laughs> well, I mean, so like that was my high school days. I was sixteen. Um, I had nothing better to do. Um, I, was, I wish I could say that. I was a I was a loser who didn't have a girlfriend. I just had Monster Hunter. Oh, I did. I I I did have a girlfriend, so maybe that's why. <laughs> Darn. Um, but then I oh. got a girlfriend, and she's my wife now. <laughs> hey, okay, yeah, okay, we're... okay. There we go. <laughs> so actually, I fortunately I did have a question because he was asked. They were we were talking about how uh, the skill caps on your main weapons went up. Mm-hmm. I know you're not a huge fan of some of the charge blade changes because of they got rid of the visual indicator for guard pointing and stuff like that. Yep. And you didn't play the meta play version. Yeah. How do you like the new sword thing, though? The sword. Oh, I love it! It's so charge cool. and attack. It's hard to pull off safely and still do damage with it, but it's it's cool. Um, I it's 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 kind of that's why I'm so 
just uh, I haven't actually said like I am going to be a longsword mate at this point. I'm still heavily considering it because uh, the sword thing with the charge blade is so cool. Um, I still feel like I'm breaking parts better, which is like the thing I like to do, and that's what the charge blade does very well. Is it cuts tails and breaks parts very well um, when using the AED and that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm still I'm still very torn. I think I think at this point, if I if I were just like pinned down and say, "What are you going to do?" I think I'm still going to I think I'm going to say longsword, but mm-hmm. um, I do love the changes of the charge blade, and I think the skill cap for that has gone up, and I think between um, switch axe and charge blade, who, who I would probably would have said were the highest skill caps for weapons you could have done, um, maybe except for bow. Bow has always been pseudo-complicated. People say it's simple, but the execution of it is a little complicated because you have to be so mm-hmm. precise on where you are in positioning. Um, I think that the skill cap for even them went up for sure. Just it's just I crazy. think well um, the only even the hammer skill cap. So I think that's a, for sure. I think that could um, be because it got so much more options. Two different ways. Um, I think you could say the skill cap. So, oh, I guess I was saying I was. I'm thinking skill. No, floor. yeah, you were saying uh, the higher I was thinking, potential. You know, everything. Skill. Yeah, a lot of things now are like optimal. Well, not optimal, but um, the barrier to entry is a lot lower. Yeah. Yeah, what, what is one the thing, word I'm thinking of? One thing I wanted to point out, you mentioned this earlier. Accessible? You, you were saying about the charge... Yeah, because uh, you were talking about uh, Charge Blade being uh, one of the more skill-intensive ones. And I had the opposite, whereas like, Charge Blade's pretty easy to get into. Because with Charge Blade, honestly, you can push any button and you will do things. But knowing <laughs> what order to push them in is more important. Versus... Everybody used to say, oh, sword and shield is the easy beginner weapon to start with. I don't think it's an easy weapon now. Like, you have to be on your game all the time as a sword and shield. Yeah, I think sword and shield has always got that reputation for being, oh, it's the easy weapon. I'm like, yeah, you try making that your solo-only weapon. What? Yeah, that's that's never... Yeah, no. Who thought it was easy? That's never been uh, a weapon that's been really optimal for endgame stuff. Well, I'll take that back. It has been. Um, what I'm saying is it's mm. harder, in my opinion, to be a, a sword and shield main than a lot of other weapons because you do so little damage, so you have to be on top so much. It's not like the dual blades where you're doing little damage a lot of the time. You're doing a lot of little mm. damage, it's still rapidly, but far you less rapidly to, than, uh... than you need, I guess. So you have to really be good mm-hmm. with sword and shield. You also have to uh, follow very specific rotations. There's the fact that, uh, unlike a lot of weapons, with with the main sword and shield like attack rotation, you don't want to hold forward yes. towards the monster. Like most mm-hmm. weapons, you hold forward towards the monster. If you do that, you're going to do the, the lame shield smack thing, mm-hmm. which is, ca- uh, until now, I, I haven't really looked at the numbers for worlds yet, but prior to now, it was kind of You want to hold back more so on Greatsword mm-hmm. now, too. Oh yeah, for the supercharge. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. they're changing a lot of executions oh. of different weapons. Um, I, the only one that I'm looking at, uh, you know, I, I, I like I said, I, I did finally kill everything. Uh, we'll kill Anjanath with everything. 
Uh, the only one that I really struggled with nice. um, was Insect Glaive, but that's because I was trying to do air dodges. I was trying to I was trying to be uh, Aang from Avatar. I was just bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, um, just bending all the airs, and um, <laughs> um, but so I, I almost timed out with uh, with that one, uh, and then. Um, the other one that I had a lot of trouble with was Hunting Horn. Um, and I've never really liked Hunting Horn that much. Um, but I will say that it is entirely okay to be a Hunting Horn solo. Don't anyone ever let you tell you you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not my weapon. And th- I kind of feel like they simplified Hunting Horn. <laughs> more so than yeah. gave it more of a cap. Which is good. I think though. Hunting Horn... Uh, like Hammer excels in simplicity. I think it got simplified by the UI because half the challenge of Hunting Horn was remembering which button is which color and which yeah. what order do they go in. And now it's on the screen, so you're like, oh, okay, I can yeah. do this now. <laughs> and now as soon as you've gotten that combo, you don't need to recite it. You can continue yeah. through and store it. Yeah, that's um, the major one is like... What's- I can't attack now because I have to wait for an opening to be able to hit R. Now it's yeah, like, no, so just stupid. keep doing your thing. Yeah, and also because of that, um, recitals do a ton of damage. I think every single recital attack due to the um, the uh, kind of little sonic explosion thing that happens, they each do like 40 damage on each hit, which is insane. They've always um, had pretty good motion values too, though. Yeah. The word that I was thinking of before, way back, was um, viable. And it was because I've noticed that a lot of combos that were underpowered are now doing enough damage that you, they can be used remotely um, in some way. They can actually, you know, be useful. Um, I mean, we're seeing those stupid melee attacks that are really dumb that the ranged weapons have, and they're actually useful. You know, you can mount with one, you can impact damage with the other one. I mean, I could totally see four heavy bow gunners running up to a monster's head when it falls over if they're out of, like, a crag or whichever one it's called now um and KOing it with the back of their gun and then continuing to attack it um it also does a fair amount of damage like it's actually useful um and the combos for sword and shield there's multiple different combos that do similar damage um there's now multiple combos for hammer that do similar damage obviously there's some above others when you have the time but still um, great sword combo sword is actually manageable. Um, I still don't think it does nearly as much as if you went through all the charge animations. But if you didn't have an opening, you definitely could use it. Yeah, you can. If a monster's moving, you can be combo great sword much, probably a lot easier than just charging, charging, charging because you're gonna whiff a lot of your charges. Exactly. I will say, uh, one disclaimer to all of that: we are in the beta where we know things are reduced and we know that certain strategies like kicking monsters to death are not going to be as viable. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, you could still kick Arzuros to death in the main games. Yeah, well, Arzuros. <laughs> Arzuros. I mean, he was like a he was like a paper football. He was yeah, like but Great Jaggers is a paper football too and that's what we did to him. Great Jaggy is what we did. That's what we did. He just had no health. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, so I still just saying, would not encourage Melee, it's, melee bowgun ever. 
I'm just, just saying, saying. If you had like, four of them, you'd probably KO something pretty fast. If you had, like, mm. every person could get four hits in, if it fell over, I think you could. And synchronize, throw all their uh, cluster shots in. Yeah. It's it's just hard to... It's just hard to gauge at this point, just because it's the beta. I mean, yeah. I'm it's... Just, the biggest drawback of you know like reporting on this this stage of the game is like I mean we're we obviously not seeing the end result, but one month, one month, one month. Yeah, one month from today <laughs> as of we're recording. Yeah, I am. All so right, shoot! I just excited. dated the podcast. I I dated oh, it, it at the beginning. I said this is the last day of the second beta, right at the start. <laughs> <laughs> um. What I was more saying, like, with the the melee weapons, like, the fact that the bow one is a mounting damage attack, like, that's actually Oh, yeah, useful. yeah, no, that um, is. And it's giving bow a reason to, you know, get in there. Because bow, it seems like, is a lot of its attacks, like, the dragon piercer, the range on that thing is ridiculous. You can be, it can stay out of range and you'll still do 70 damage, um, which is dumb. It's awesome, but it's dumb. I will and, I will agree that bow is more accessible and probably I hate to say more fun because that you know yeah. pe- people have heavy opinions on bows, but previously to play bows mostly just you know rapid shot the face. What else do I do? Rapid shot the face. Yeah, and when now, you say rapid shot the face, it means stand or run in a circle while you charge up to level three and then shoot it in the face. But now bows are like, we have buttons? We have more things to do? <laughs> Bow guns, we're still, you know, stuck with shoot and reload. But at least, you know, we have fun shots and stuff like that. Bows didn't always have super fun shots. Yeah. And you couldn't really combo. That wasn't really a thing. Besides the fact so... that you had the special, um, like, uh, com- uh, power shot. Yeah, the power shot where it would jump in after it. Like, you'd yeah. fire once, then twice. Um, what were you saying, Haru? Oh, just um, just about, like, the idea of viability. Um, I feel like, because it's Monster Hunter, and since it's, like, sort of... I think you'd disagree with me about this one, but I think it's a, at its core, like, a single-player game. Like, you're fighting against the AI, um, mm-hmm. even though you can go online and all that jazz. Um, I don't think, like, DPS is super necessary to think about. Because you can, oh, yeah. like... Like, when I got into the series with Try, and that was, like, one of the hardest games, uh, at least in modern games, you could just, like, button mash with Switch Axe as long as you were dodging attacks. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable than ever saying that, like, I think the other weapons are going to be... You're going to be able to press whatever buttons you choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work. I always like the idea of anything is viable, because really... It's whatever you like best and what you have fun with the most. Like, yeah, sure. At, at you know, technically, in for you, doing anything, Hame is the most viable thing. Does anybody, everybody, want to play Hame? I always thought it was Ham. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I thought it was yeah. Ham. But yeah, absolutely nobody. I well, maybe not absolutely nobody, but the vast majority of people are gonna say, "Yeah, no, that was probably the most boring way to play for you ever." Yeah. <laughs> so, just because it's efficient doesn't make it fun or. Yeah, good. I, was, I was gonna say I'm probably the poster child for playing inefficiently, considering that I, I'm more of a fan of the least optimal way to play Charge Blade, which is the generation way. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, unfortunately, I think that that is the most balanced Charge Blade will ever be. 
and I still stand by it. <laughs> Shots. By the way, I did want to point out, Fortran, and just because you said, uh, you know, the least optimal for Charge Blade, I liked playing Elemental Charge Blade, and I'm interested to see how it's going to work in Worlds. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't get one, so. Yeah, I hope it's viable. It usually is. They usually are like, hey, more damage than impact, so it's useful. But the problem is when it's more damage, it doesn't replace the fact that if you get the monster on the ground and you keep smashing its head, which is a weak spot, then it's not as useful as using generally... the elemental on a place that is good elemental damage and not physical damage. I generally sn sucked at sniping heads, so I liked elemental more anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I mean, on, uh, what's his name? Tigers. Um, oh, not Bizarios. Gravios. Gravios. Um, his back was severely weak to water, and you could use... Um, uh, oh my goodness, there's so many monsters to remember now that I haven't fought in years. See, I'm Duren Moran's um, Charge Blade had yeah. a ton oh. of water. Um, right. and high physical damage so against a not weak spot it was really good if you could just keep smashing his back over and over again with a full ultra and now it would be even easier because all you have to do is ultra burst over and over and you still have yeah. red shield yep. that seems a little broken to me but fun fun thing for you Gog uh, Gravios just grab a light bow gun that can rapid fire water piercing shots Oh, don't don't it even just, start, dude. You know what I did? Dies. You know what I did when I went to double cross? That was like the first thing I did. Um, I got all the way up there. I got the Plesioth um, bow gun, and I ran into the Volcanic Hollows, which is the worst map in the history of anything, and yep. I absolutely destroyed him. The arena. I hate the arena. <laughs> I, I hate the I, arena because it was slightly slanted, and that annoyed me as a bowgunner because yep. I like doing blind fire shots. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the terrain thing was horrible, especially for prowlers. But double cross, they did give you the ability to aim, which was insane. <laughs> you By know, the somehow way, they couldn't decide that they wanted to do that. But. I do have a question for the whole field: Haru and Fortran and Gog and everybody. Are you disappointed that you can no longer play as a cat? No. Monster not at all. Nope. Those because everything were you can do fun. as a cat, everything you could do as a cat is basically here. The fact that you can mine quickly, the fact that you basically don't have stamina when you're running around doing nothing, and the fact that you have a weapon that you stand and charge and throw over and over—that's something I could already do. I did like using the cats. I thought it was a fun other weapon. But now I basically have that by playing bow and charging up shots, and I I could already do that. It was just a different way of playing. What about you, Haru or Fortran? It's just like, like, the hit feedback is like the reason I play monster. I mean, there's the the monster designs and the setting and all that jazz. But like, if it if it's not like feeling good to like land each individual strike, it's like much less engaging. I just could not get behind the cats. I mean, I will say one thing in Double Cross, the guard cats are actually really fun because you can play a little bit more physically um, because if you have the guard boosting uh, skill, since you don't have stamina, you can basically just like 
um, just brunt force everything and then smack him around like with your little really weird combo where you you know have basically no control over anything um, okay. and then <laughs> you can just go into that guard after every single attack really easily and you just kind of stand there while the thing's standing over you and whack him a lot um, the so beast mode cats were really uh, fun, I'm so. slightly remiss um, I love the cats uh, I've always loved the cats in Monster Hunter since the first game even though they weren't your friends I'm a cat person, <laughs> but um, I didn't play much as the cats. Um, so what I did in Generations and Double Cross is um, I've mentioned a couple times before, but I full clear a star before moving on. I don't do the whole let's do the key quest and move on. I do full clears, um, and what I would do is I would full clear up into the cat quest and then do all the cat quests at once. Um, and I think they were fun. Um, and I think it'd be cool just because it is that pseudo 15th weapon. Because um, I mean, it's an entirely different way to play. Um, and it does make you feel like uh, you do have attachment to one of your hired cats. But we have, like, you build your own cat now. Again, actually, you did that for you also. Um, so that was, that was um, I don't know, I slightly miss it. The only thing is, uh, I am glad is we possibly don't have quests where the cat was like, break this thing's horn. That's the quest objective. And it's like, I'm afraid of yeah. killing it. Like, I don't ever want to see that kind of quest again where you're just breaking a specific part. I feel like that's that's a whole new level of, holy crap, what do I, what do, I do if I mess this up kind of thing along with capture quests. It's like taking a capture West's pitfall and making it bigger. It <laughs> I will agree with that. I do. I do. Did not like those. I will kind of miss the cats because it was a fun theme of like, oh yeah, the yeah. cat you can actually it can go out and do its own thing now. Even though I mostly used it for gathering. Yeah. On occasion, I would yep. just bring it along with. I am still disappointed that there is not another new weapon, though. Especially since we got to see two of the planned, or two of the you know, weapons they were thinking about doing, but then didn't. I yeah, was it was like dog and boomerang. That would have been nice. I still want my dog. We'll see. <laughs> I think the dog is. I think they might have scrapped it purely because they weren't sure how they could implement it well into this game and also you already kind of have a right. little teammate that you work with um like it would be annoying for the ai if you had to have him somehow see you say attacking while you go and you hang off a wedge beetle up in the forest jungle like hold him under your arm he's an egg you just kind of tell your dog to attack well you you still you still <laughs> say work with but uh Every single time I played, even like last demo and this new demo, every single time I played Gunlet or uh, Bowgun, my cat was there standing next yeah. to me, making sure the monster was always trying to hit me instead so of distracting the expect, monster. How do you expect your little dog to do anything if the AI is that bad? <laughs> well, because I, I would think they would, they would give it better AI and like your commands would actually do something like triangle would be dash, 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 and then circle would be bite, bite, or something like that. You know what I, I mean? I feel like. I feel like if they were willing to do that, though, I think they should just make the cat AI better. Like, they should just be better. 
you could actually I think use you guys them. just picked the wrong weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I used uh, the bow for the cat, the poison bow. Yeah. That thing was constantly poisoning the monsters. It was constantly attacking them. Really? Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. So maybe the weapons are... Because I know they haven't really gone th- thick into how the cats work. Maybe the weapons are actually going to determine their personality. Mm. Yeah, my cat was aggressive. Uh, I, if I, I started attacking something, it was going. It was there with me. I think so. mine was always. Uh, I always picked the flash, the flash trap cat. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. I don't know. I didn't. There's a flash. I didn't even read them. I just like, oh, here's a hammer. Here's a sword. Here's a bow. I'm yeah, there's there's the little extra items, and one of the items is a little cage thing that has a flashfly in it. Yeah. And he runs out with it on his head, then he sets it down, and you can activate it by whacking at it. Oh, just like another flash bug. Okay, I uh-huh. gotcha. Yeah. There's also a little tank. I thought that that's what used. you were talking about with a uh, bow. I didn't know it was even it was even a bow. Did it have that ability uh, with the bow? I don't. I don't know. All I know is it was a poison weapon. I was like, oh, it has poison. Hmm. So, I mean, I didn't even look at the items because I. I don't think I used anything but the mantles as far as items go. Like, I didn't use the health booster except by accident a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Fortran, um, if, you, if you're not using items, did you make use of the environment at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, t- a lot. Um, I think that was actually really useful. Uh, I used the flash bugs in the environment. Uh, I think part of the reason with me not using items is me being like, oh, I'm so awesome, I don't need items. It's, I don't want to <laughs> bother with it. Right. It's... It's something else I have to do. I'd rather just fight. So just attacking a bug versus, you know, going through my inventory, managing, you know, more and more stuff. I just didn't. Sheathing and putting it away so you can pull out another thing. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I've never been really that into it. I did use a traps with friends. That's because we were all, like, being silly and trying to aim <laughs> just as a joke. But um, yeah, I just... I don't know, like, the, the environment stuff was really cool. Um, there's, I use the slinger a lot. I used it a lot more than I thought I would, just because it's easy to use. So, who knows? Yeah, that's, I think, why um, it might be easier for you to use items in this one, just because Yeah. you can definitely just go through and, like, oh, I want to use the flash bug. You just almost immediately load it in, and you can fire them over and over um, as soon as you get off your weapon, which you can sheath your weapon a little bit faster. Everything's just a little bit smoother. Again, it's just everything's more mobile. Mobile, mobile, mobile. And it just feels much more natural and dynamic that you can do so much. Um, Especially with all of the just of the different weird items that you can just find and use. And I'm definitely, I'm thinking, like, you know, people do the naked, like, playthroughs of the games where they don't use any armor. Yeah. And that's a little too much for me. I'm not sure I want to do that. I might be able to do it with Gunlance if I can use the, um, the, uh, mantles. Like, then I could use the, um, which mantle is it? Uh, the rock steady okay. mantle, because then you could kind of defend yourself a little bit. Yeah. But um, other than that, like, it, it would seem a little bit too hard. So I think what I would want to do is just, like, 
just using items from the area, like actually running around and finding items. You know, if I need to heal, get a Vigor Wasp. If I need to paralyze the monster, maybe there's a frog on the ground. Maybe I can find some items to fire at the thing to blind it and stuff like that. I think it'd be really fun. I will say... I think that'd be a neat challenge quest, would be, you know, like Deserted Island challenge quest. You just get dropped off with a weapon and a basic set of clothes, and they're like, good luck, bye. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think on-site <clears throat> items is going to be as on-site as possible. I mean, because they've had quests like that where they just give you items out of the yeah. box, and the items that you find, technically, you just never use that. Now you could definitely do that, and it would work really well. Um, I was going to um, say one thing that uh, we haven't really discussed here on the pod, and I've not really seen discussed in, the, in a lot of places, aside from when we first learned about the skill system being different. How do you guys feel about the new armor skills being just, you know, the single I single skill per thing? Yeah, you just get like a tick of like attack for wearing a helmet, a tick for defense, a tick for you know, this other thing. Like, how do you guys feel about that? I think the so I was wearing cool. the Sorry, go I was ahead. wearing the really broken like uh Forest helmet, Jagger's gloves, Jagger's boots for the like instant healing yeah. almost, and I was having a blast with that. It was just like uh, worry free. I didn't even care about doing less damage or anything. Mm-hmm. I was going for the sets which was like attack up, attack up, evasion, crit, crit, but uh, <laughs> that gave me no survivability. Yeah, same here. I mm-hmm. did it. Uh, attack, uh, speed, eating, and crit. So. I think I think it'll be awesome for mix sets. That's something I'm excited for. Was because making mix sets is always a pain, because you're just mm-hmm. like, Ugh, like what now? Like okay, maybe this will fit. No, all right, let's go to a wiki, search <laughs> for every piece of armor that has this skill in it. Will it work? No, or yes, this will work. But now I have to go farm this monster I hate. Mm-hmm. Like uh, here's a fun example. Every single set I wanted to make for heavy bow guns and bow guns involve this gross-looking fish uh, pants item. And it was just this bad fish skirt that didn't color good, didn't look good with anything else. Oh, I know exactly what item you're talking about. Someone yeah. that gave you really good razor sharp for um, Blade Masters 2. Uh, yeah, but um, it was such a good thing, but it, it looked like garbage. And it was the Vike Fods. Yes, I hate those Vike Fods. I love them. But... Well, I mean, I love the stats, but they look, they look terrible. So I didn't care, that, so it didn't matter to me. <laughs> it's the fact that uh, you know, you'll you be able to do mix sets a little bit more often, So because it's not going to be like, well, I have to get the 10. No, mm-hmm. no, you don't have to anymore. Um, with the limited selection of skills we had in the demo, I didn't get a really good feel for it. I'm hoping they have a lot more skills in the real game. I definitely got that feeling in the beta, because... Um... Uh, just making that like uh, speed eating, I think it was set. Yeah. Um, you did it really change the game that much for you? Oh yeah, totally. Like healing was so much. You didn't have to like wait and walk around or just like stand still. Really? Uh, you could just like snap your fingers and you were healed up half your health bar. Um, but like, what I mean is. Like, that's on the Jagger's armor most of the time. I think the Jagger's armor is, like, ugly. Like, worse than, like, Lutroth and all of that stuff. Hmm. 
Um, but it only had to wear like hands, hands and feet uh, to to get that effect. So it was the new skill system was helpful a little bit. I did notice. Uh, I like the fact that some skills were one only. Like mounting master didn't have levels. Yep. You just took it and it did yeah. its thing. And that's that's something I'm excited for. Is oh maybe we'll just get some skills that are just kind of one shots. So hey maybe you just throw this on because you like this effect and now just do whatever else you want. Like I think it's gonna be. It'll help. I think it'll help avoid the whole. You get to end game and everybody's wearing the exact same set of armor. Hopefully. Yeah, there's always know. gonna there's always gonna be a meta. I, yeah, I hope there's more variation. Well, yeah, there's always gonna be some people who are like, "Well, this is the the set," but it, more things will be viable versus like Hellblade. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hellblade weapon, but but I think yeah, I hope. Be, uh, did they know? Did they say if there's gonna be slots or if there's gonna be skills on weapons or is uh, it just armor? You know, I didn't even check if there were slots or not. I mean, it is I a beta. Maybe they wouldn't even it, put those in there. But that doesn't mean anything one way or the other. Okay. Yeah, there weren't gems or anything. Um, I think Eric's might have said like there weren't any slots and weapons like in like up to Zora Magdros, the beginning of the game he played. But who can say? In that case, uh, I'm okay with them not putting. Here's the thing is I'm okay with them not having slots and weapons because a lot of times I would be restricted by like, I like this weapon more, but it doesn't have any slots and I need three slots to make this armor work. So I have to go with this weapon that I think looks lame versus yeah. going with this cool looking halberd thing. <laughs> As a note, long swords that don't look like swords are the best types of long swords. Scythes. Like scythes and things. My favorite was... uh. Yang Garugas, because it was that, you know, uh, cool-looking Guando type of thing with feathers all over it. <laughs> if I can find a picture for you guys, I'll, put, I'll paste it. I remember, like, the weird, like, feathery Final Fantasy scythe, uh, like the one that Final Fantasy creator designed. Oh, yeah. Mm. It was called the <laughs> Diato Bane. Do you remember the name? <laughs> also, Garuga's armor looked cool, just... Also, side note, but yeah, yeah, I used a lot of Garuga for of, high grade earplexes. Used to be. It reminded yeah. me of uh, Lu Bu, or like you know one of the characters from like a Dynasty Warriors game. So, well, I liked <laughs> Garuga armor if it wasn't the low rank, high rank. If it was G rank, it was cool. Oh yeah, actually, the chest piece, you know, the piece with the cape, is actually mm. a key part of most of my sets from Generations. Hmm. Um, just wanted to mention real quick um, about the environments again. Like, uh, I found like a, a weird rule that like everything could be destroyed by two small barrel bombs, uh, which is, of course, the, uh, now they're just called barrel bombs. Yeah. But, and certain elements like the tree hollows would even sometimes go down at one hit. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that's I could see. Like that. the dam, you could just place two little things. Oh. I do have a question, and this is one of a... I don't know, because you guys have been paying attention more to the dev talks than I have. And the fact that we had a... Uh, what's it called? We had a desert isle location. Are they getting rid of hot and cold drinks and hot and cold effects? I mean, this is my 
one guess for it. So, I think if they are willing to give us the desert area and the beta, they would have wanted to show off that there were hot and cold drinks if they were coming back. So, I don't think so. Okay. I'm happy about that. Just Same. was was wondering if anybody had heard anything. I think it's... I mean, there's no like definitive thing out, but I think it's confusing because... Um, with the wild swear way specifically, not just like a desert area, and, like it's a temperate region that has like a bunch of yeah, water in it. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. that could mean that it's just like this one specific map. There aren't hot and cold effects mm-hmm. there, uh, or it could mean that they made this map this way because they didn't want to make people think, "Huh, why am why am I not having to drink any thing uh, to protect my character?" I mean, maybe there'll be a mantle. Oh yeah, there might be still. It. There's, there still might be a volcano in an Arctic environment that we've well, I mean, seen yet. We know, based uh, on uh, some of the recent trailers, that there's definitely lava. So. Yep, I think that's a new area, unless you know we saw Lavasios swimming around in t- inside Zoro. Yeah, Mandos I'm pretty back. sure we can safely say that's um, a new area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the volcano. Yeah, um, in the mm. new story trailer that came out just before the this end beta, of the second first beta. Yeah, PSX. It was PSX. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a story commercial thing, and it included Lavasioth yep. and Uragan, which oh. doesn't surprise me at all. Never mind. I got excited. Lava I forgot which one Lavasioth was. Lava Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking the other cooler lava like monster. Actor? Ignactor? Oh, yes. Don't make me sad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I I love I love lava, I lava crocodile. I wanted I wanted Lavasioth to come. Ignactor. I mean, Ignactor to come back, but since we hadn't seen any other um, Leviathans, it doesn't surprise me that he wasn't coming back. It would have been cool if they replaced Ignact or like they gave Ignactor like if he was going to be in the game, and they made him a mud counterpart instead of. Lavasioth's Mudsioth. Um, because <laughs> he could have, they could have reskinned him, they could have taken off the, um, the spine, and they could have made him like a crocodile or an egg, like an alligator kind of thing, because that's basically what he is, like yeah. body shape yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's kind of how like mud, like the ice variant. Yeah, yeah the glacial, mm-hmm. like mud armor that breaks. Glacial Ignactor. Um, I don't know, we could still see it, because Uragan and Ignactor existed in the same environment. Yeah, you know, yeah we don't, um, I think there's a lot more monsters than what we've seen so far, uh, specifically because we I'm, haven't seen all the maps, and I don't think there's going to be just one apex. Yeah, that's partially why I'm hoping that the the leak is fake because I'm like, there, you know, we have a PS4, you can jam a lot of monsters on a PS4 cartridge. Or, but remember, uh, they also had to make CD. them. <laughs> that's true. No, that's, yeah. yeah, and that, that remake them. That was redesigning them. the AI and everything. I still think they could do it because they've, you know, a game this large. They've been doing this for. They've been preparing for this yeah. for a while. So I'm I'm curious now. How many monsters do you think we would get if if this was what you want it to be? I mean, if if it was the, I mean, I say this and kind of not joking. I still want every monster. So um, yeah, that would be ridiculous. Hundred and something. Um, and not feasible. I, I want my Zenogre. I want my Zenogre in a hundred and you know, hundred and eighty p. And I don't think the number is really that important, but I do want variety. I, I do. Yeah. I want to see 
That's that's how I, I feel. I want to see it. at least a possibility of let's just pick a map and say the, the ancient forest and say, I want to see at least three different apex predators. You know, and and you know, like okay. mid level I want to see at least six and I wanna see, you know, maybe seven of the lower like I, I wanna see a huge variety. Yeah. Like I don't want you to go into a quest and say, I am hunting bear off, I know Diablos is here. Uh, I know, I know yeah. Jerutatis is here. Um, yeah. Honestly, looking at the, like, looking at some of the past monsters, the amount that would fit into Ancient Forest, like, there's so many monsters well, that it's... fit that setting. Naharala. Yeah. Amazing in the Ancient Forest. Oh, gosh. It's yeah. almost yeah. like, go ahead, they could have, they could have created really it. Cool. Or the Celtus is, <laughs> they could have made the ancient forest with like thinking, okay, we're gonna add monsters as DLC. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, here's a place where Yan Karuka would fit or something. Stop. Oh, I think it was a nightmare. Um, which is uh, which is the monster that flashes everybody? Gypsos, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's gonna that's gonna be a monster clash. If if a monster can do flash, we already attacks, know one can. Is just. Yeah, there's yeah. the oh. raptor. Yeah, Zuzu Yaku. I, I it shows in the trailer. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to rewatch play, it, man. Like I said, my uh, <laughs> my memory is garbage. That's yeah, fine, dude. Doesn't but uh, imagine, you know, with the Gypsaros, just every monster that comes anywhere near it, it's a flash attack. <laughs> it would fit perfectly. So, I agreed with what you were saying, Fortran, about the number not necessarily being important because like uh i don't know i'm kind of like a tri-purist and that like i i really liked like how the monsters would like relate to their environments and how um like you knew where legiacris's uh den was you knew where agnactor's den was and like where it could like flip into the ceiling and tunnel through the uh, molten lava and all that jazz um so yeah, like variety would be good, and I just hope like the quality is consistent, like yeah. with um, because like uh, Ergen and uh, Lavasia, Lavasia, the fight looks like yeah. it got totally remade for for fifth gen, and then like mm-hmm. to branch it out, they made these like subspecies, not calling them subspecies, that are um, Jurassicus uh, and Radoban. With like a different like theme, so they could fit them into a different mm-hmm. that, so they could fit like that animation set that monster into a different map and yeah. have it make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. A low, a low form uh, Levi- or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh. Oh man, a low form R- has sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking know, Hawaiian like... shirt, Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> and has little shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I think what I'm hoping for, like, ballpark estimate of the amount of monsters would be 40. And it's a hope. I don't think, like, I, I don't think they're going to be do, you know, the last games have all had... 50, 60, 70. Yeah. I would like to see and about that's a 10 little monsters bit too per much. map. I'd like to see like 10 monsters per map. Maybe like 12. 
So I think there's going to be six based on how the little book uh, looked, where it was showing the different areas something could show up in. It had six possible areas on there. So sixty to maybe. me, so yeah, to me sixty is a lot. I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they had. I don't know. I don't think they had I'll the keep time fingers to do crossed. that. Yeah, no, I would too. I definitely want that, but I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, because um, with the open world is mostly where the reason why is because there's certain monsters I want to see in an open world. I would love to see um, pickle come through and tear after you and now you can't just run to another zone now you actually have to think about okay where is the place that i can go that's too small for him to fit <laughs> so oh uh well i think that's good like to have the, like i really want the diversity too um but keep in mind that in all the other games when we have 70 monsters even if they're diverse it's made on the same, like, it, it's still the same engine here, you know, but they have to develop them differently and remake them. Um, and they're also remaking them to the point that they're not only HD, but they're good HD. <laughs> and they, yeah. Yeah. they're, like, we have Rathalos technically in HD on Double Cross, but that doesn't mean that his AI is any more intelligent. Yeah, because now they have to interact with the environment versus... Yeah, like there there's was... a lot that they've added. In 4 years, um, there was a lot of monsters that had just had four moves. Yep. And it would just kind of roll a d4 and just do whatever <laughs> it felt like. Yep. But now they actually have to worry about the environment and their wants and needs and other I... monsters and stuff. And you can also recall that <laughs> a lot of those monsters were just old monsters that they put into the game that yeah. did not have improved yeah. AI. They were I would still be bad. I would it's be like... happy with um possibly just six per per map. As long as, yeah, what I don't want to see is, like I said earlier, is we go in, Rathalos is here, um, so that means X and X is here. Or, yeah, like I, yeah. I want to see enough yeah. variety where you really don't know what's there yet, and you can be somewhat surprised. I On top of that, I really want yeah. to see a roaming monster or two. I really want to see a couple monsters that could be there that could be also be in other environments like Devil Joe or, you know, that kind of stuff. I definitely think that that's what's going to happen. I definitely think that they'll be... Because even at the, uh, like, late stages of normal Monster Hunter games, they, they just kind of went, you know, hey, let's just have fun and put these monsters all in this area together and fight you. Like, you normally wouldn't fight Brachydeos in the like the snowy area in the game but who cares because we've we, we've done it before yeah. so we can throw him in there with other monsters like Zenogre and then Zamtrios and they can actually do that and they can it's fun and it's you know fun to fight all of them yeah um you know Zamtrios he stayed in I think the uh what's it Arctic Freezeway or Seaway or whatever um, but, you know, the majority of the time they would give a little bit of leeway because, you know, monsters didn't really have any behaviors they were dependent on. Um, so right. when you go into this game, it is going to be a little bit harder because maybe they're going to go, are we really going to want to give them a behavior, like a, a, a timeline that they're going to follow?
I know some of them they're going to have issues with as well. Like, I'm praying and also kind of upset that we're not going to have Kezu or Giganox because I don't think they've shown a cave map yet, and he kind of needs to have a dedicated set of caves for him to well, do we his creepy. We haven't seen everything yet. Yeah. I, th- I think the Rotten Vale is pretty, yeah, pretty like, underground, most of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, but, Giganox but it's over more... Kezu any day. Just putting it out there. Hell yeah. Yeah. But it's more... It, it, <laughs> it, it, stuff like Giganox might not fit, because, you know, the the bones could poke it to its smooth hide. Um, <laughs> it might not. It'll come in there. Might not. Nah, I'll leave. And there's nowhere to put its goopy babies. It's giant freaking leeches. Like, Radovan is fine, uh, but I mean, if they release, like, Giganox with, like, bones covering its skin, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have problems with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, I'm gonna just put it out there. I think there's a case to be made for Kazoo. A lot of people like it. Like, if they're going to remake Kazoo, that, that's great. Like, make a new Kazoo. Yeah, I think it'd be new. new yeah, yeah, no. Him. Every like, day I, I would say a new monster over an old one right now. Um, I did want to see a specific few come back. Um, yeah, I, I do think that some of the iconic ones, like maybe, um, I keep wanting to say Panthrax. Oh my gosh. Um, Nargakuga. Every, every monster um, that's appeared on the, uh, on the box art needs to come back. <laughs> eh, maybe not every. Uh, I'm okay with Kushala and Teostra and that kind of stuff not coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, Kushala did appear on a box art. Um, um, I'm okay with Seregios not coming back. Um, I'm okay because I want to see Seregios and Rathlos have a just insane at- brawl oh. at the top of Ancient Forest. I mean, that said, <laughs> if any of them come back, I'll be happy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I really like all the old monsters. But I do want to see new monsters. Yeah. Um, me too. I think, for me personally, having Diablo ba- uh, Diablos back was a win because he is my favorite monster. Um, I think that removing Rathalos and Rathian would be insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are the flagships of the whole game. Mm-hmm. I don't care how outdated they feel or that kind of thing. I, I don't feel Rathalos feels outdated anymore. Yeah. Um, now that I've extensively fought him, I, he is very different. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, I could I could understand why they'll go away from Zenover and they'll go away from Narcuga because you know they're trying some new things. Because I can see kind of both of them in. Um, Toby, you know, Toby being the sort of static electricity, mobile, almost, hunt, you know, cat hunting like monster. I do want to know um, to point out all the new monsters they're doing are kind of, I don't want to say realistic because, you know, they breathe fire, but it, it's more realistic style versus Zenogre is kind of more fantasy. Right. Like, they're, they're yeah. from everything we've seen, except for, you know, Floaty Bat, everything's been pretty grounded in reality. I mean, Flurgerbergs, right? <laughs> Flurgerbergs. So, I do want to see uh, what's it called. Um, I, I had an idea that that came up while I was playing a demo of while well, I was thinking of Nersilia and her part of the forest was always covered in webs. If that was something that yeah. could happen randomly when you loaded in, like if Nersilia is one of the random rolled monsters, certain areas you'll walk into and you you just see spider webs everywhere and you're like, uh, this is hmm. new. that would be cool. I'd cool. like that. It's like some some 
uh, different textures or you know different things that happen yeah. uh, based on what's could there. Be, it could be like um, Adalalka where it throws down all the silk webs. Like you could easily you know walk into it and then get st- like stuck on the string that's across the area. Or, or it for, could be like um, if example if, if uh, oh you're good. My example, another one that I was thinking of because you said that if like Gormagala was around, you'd walk into an area and notice there's a lot of dead plant life and kind of everything's a little, a little corrupted looking. There's a trail mm-hmm. of like, purple death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I doubt it'll happen, but I'll you know hopes. Yeah, and so like the other way that I was thinking that Nursella could be used is in the Rotten Vale. There is a lot of spider webby areas and there's also spiders like there's actually bug spiders that were crawling around Ew. that i saw in promotional pictures yeah yeah so that's too. like we might actually get a full-fledged spider not even just a four-legged narcilla i up, hope Mario? so much that there's saying... like a spider monster yeah oh just i, th- I think it's realistic that because like they, with for each of these new monsters or returning monsters they have to create the 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 scout flight traces mm-hmm. so like something like like a big web in the ancient forest would be realistic. Yeah. If there's yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I would definitely like to out. see just a God. hanging Gipsaros corpse. Corpse. God, oh, God. I put a terrifying thought in my mind. Because <laughs> I, I was okay with Nursilla because even though they made it move like a real spider, it still looked kind of goofy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Besides if the fact that you spider. know he could dislodge his jaw into a giant huge mandible and snap it at your face you know that's that fine. was still that was still goofy it was very like oh it's, yeah it's that, was, that was weird yeah that was but with it was gross man but with this <laughs> new art shit out of me. but with this new art style if they tried to make a spider like the way they've been making the new monsters it might legit be actually terrifying and i might actually oh, yeah. have a problem fighting it. i'm yeah. excited i hope they do like, I don't want some big hairy thing or something, you know, the ones that are, like, the really long legs, like the desert camel spiders and shit. <laughs> I see that and I hear that scared thing. I'm going to be like, nope, mm-mm, no, abandon quest. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine thing like, jumping off of trees at you. Oh. <laughs> imagine, like, if they, like, Toby Kodachi in, like, the, the upper echelons of the Rotten Vale, they had, like, a really long-legged spider, like, creeping along the geometry and, like, pouncing down at you or spinning down on a string you see like the tree branches move you're like what is that (laughs) so (laughs) it's not a tree branch though it's his legs so far we've seen very uh what you know wyvern based monsters we haven't really seen a lot of other you know we haven't seen spider like or monkey like or that kind of thing Uh, it's mostly been you know pseudo dragon dinosaur like stuff um even toby kadachi is uh, we have seen fish with Juritatus, um, but those, you know, even those were classified as wyverns or Piscean wyverns. Um, you know, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of worried they might be falling back on the whole, you know, wyvern formula. Um, so, and I, yeah, I don't really know if we're going to get that. I hope. I hope we don't get pigeonholed back into just wyverns because. You want I mean, to be monster hunter, not just dragon yeah. hunter. Um, uh, yeah. But we'll see. We're getting a Most... lot more fanged wyverns, though, so that maybe they are trying to fill out the roster a little bit. 
and then they'll start adding in some older monsters as but we But they're still go. wyverns, you know what I mean? Like, even fanged wyverns I, are still yeah. technically wyverns. Yeah, but we I, only had one. <laughs> yeah, I can say this, they may be, because I know it's a lot of things, while they are wyverns, they're still not, like, way out there. Yeah. I think it might be part of the let's not scare our audience, and at the same time, let's give them something that's kind of new, because they wouldn't want to release, like, a brand new monster and then have people immediately say, oh, it's just a clone of this other monster. And, you know. I mean, have, have you seen Nair Gigante? That's scary. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't think they're too worried about scaring. Um, yeah, I, I, I just. I think it means, I mean, like, scaring away their, gotcha. their fan base of, like, oh, this is stupid. I don't want to fight that. That's dumb. You know. Mm. I'll tell you the, why. Um, Go ahead. Oh, just, um. I mean, even back in third gen, when like everything was leviathans and they introduced brute wyverns, um, yeah. those well, like one was technically a wyvern, one technically wasn't, but I feel like Legiacris and uh, even sort of um, Royal Ludroth and Ignactor, they're more dragon-like than uh, Baroth or uh, right. or maybe even uh, yeah, yeah very Devil Joe. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and the uh, Baroth and Bergen are probably, like, the most distinct monsters in the world so far. I will mm. say, you know how they went with a yeah. very insect-like appearance for, um... Uh-oh. Ryzex? I don't remember his American name. Lightning Lightning Bug. Yeah. Astalus. Um, yeah, Astalus. That happened to uh, me, too. Oh, uh, but, like, they went for a very insecty looking appearance. They might actually give us a... Ner- Nerepto, big insect monster, again. Neopteron for world. Yeah, Neopteron. They might actually give us another one of those in world, since it looks like they were kind of experimenting with that look for, for Astalos. Well, remember, I don't think we're going to see anything out of Generations just because it's so late after. No, right, right. I just mean something similar to that, like oh, yeah, something that's kind of like that. I'm also not sure how much is going to come from even four fourth generation just because you know mostly what we've seen from older games monster wise is things from the third generation and yeah you know maybe they decided we don't have the time to work on things that weren't pseudo developed to be hd if that makes sense yeah oh you mean like you mean like they're taking they would take stuff from the 3U version or the the Wii U version of it. That way they can kind of have already at least kind a of basis halfway of it, yeah. there, maybe. But that's also me just guessing. I really don't know. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. That means that we have a potential for you know Bracky and mm-hmm. uh, Devil Joe and those crazy people. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine that. Imagine that with all the new like uh, surround sound and uh, rumble and all that jazz. <laughs> Maybe they just exclusively um, have arrested Durambros just so they could keep him in the desert. Oh, yeah, maybe. Fortron, there's not there even enough space for him. There's something I'm disappointed in. Diablos's roar isn't as loud as it should be. Maybe it's because it's not a black Diablos, but it's still not loud. Check enough. your PS4 That's settings. Racist. There was actually a pretty good post about how the beta defaults to roars being quieter. What? Yeah. All right, I gotta look that up. Because I feel like when um, the roar goes off, I should be scared. <laughs> yeah, I think there's so, a, there's a setting that 
It's like a. It's like when I normalize the audio on these podcasts. It's. I think it's normalized. Yeah. Okay. There's also a range setting that you can yeah. do, and I, I like um, audio range. And if you put it on wide, it will do more high pitched and low pitched sounds, like more bassy. Okay, so I'll look for I'll look for that post then. Mm-hmm. So we've seen like By the way, uh, I hope, they're I like hope Black Diablos comes back. Uh, going hard. Yeah, I think. I think Black Diablos was in like the leak. Um, spoilers. Um, but we've seen like seven monsters each in the Ancient Forest and the Wildfire Waste. So that's like like more than half of them can't be on the map at any one given point. Although we've already seen a lot in the beta. Um, yeah. So I, I, did you guys want to do like monster speculation with like leaks and like which of those might end up where? Oh, definitely. I did actually have a thing, by the way. I wanted to point out uh, to kind of Gog, and we were talking about being bored of maybe the same eight monsters only show up in this one map. I'd be okay mm-hmm. with them then including the different subspecies because maybe mm-hmm. you're in a map and instead of the Rathalos, it's an Azure Rathalos this time. So yep. while they could keep you know mostly the same monsters, it could still get mixed up. Alright folks, um, thanks for listening again. Uh, This has been the Hunter's Hub and we will be continuing next time um, maybe talking about some of the leaked stuff, so stay tuned. Um, Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next quest. See ya. Adios. See ya. Bye. Thank you, Hunters, for listening today. You can catch us on SoundCloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.